Tell me about your melt banana experience. So, like, I think this was <laughs> the first time I went with y'all to watch Tool. Was it? Yeah, it was in Jacksonville. It was in Jacksonville. So this is actually the first concert I I have ever been to in my whole entire sure. life. So I'm excited. <laughs> I'm going to see Tool play. <laughs> and I, was, I, I think earlier on, like the tour, like the first two legs, they had like ISIS, which we oh, we got to see. Shit. We got to see ISIS. They were pretty cool. Like when Panopticon came out, like that. I don't know. Album. I don't know which album. I think oh, it was oh. uh, before the Red Sparrows kind of took because I think they're the same you band. ISIS? ISIS? Yeah, ISIS. Was and uh, before that, it was like Meshuggah. Yeah. And then on this leg, it was Melt Banana. So, like, <laughs> I go there and think, I want to see like some like up-and-coming band, you know, they'll be different, because I know they try to like, you know, you got tooled on their thing, you try to have like something different. Well, they were different. <laughs> and so they get on, and it's like... And I'm not saying like it's literally the worst band in the history of sound. I text Colt, but verbatim, Colt, this is the worst band in history of fucking sound. <laughs> <laughs> so so some fish crawled out of the ocean and got ears. Yeah, dude, their first song ended. I thought it was just feedback from the sound check. <laughs> and like, like it, it was not good. Somebody left a guitar plugged in. <laughs> <laughs> it was that loud, and they had a female Japanese singer, so it's like. Exactly what it sounded like. <laughs> she was spitting. No idea what the fuck was being said. Just heard her cutting in between the so, moments of feedback. So that was my first like going to tool experience was Melbourne. So I'm like, okay, you know, it, it's a shitty band. You know, maybe he likes somebody in the band liked them or whatever. Yeah. Or some fucking Art. handshake agreement that helps. Yeah. Anyway, so we go to the same time I go to tool, and uh, we get there, and. Uh, you know, there's a band that comes out called Three Teeth. Ooh. <laughs> Equally as fucking horrible as Melt Banana. The Sun Eyes. They were bad. They were bad. <laughs> <laughs> they were bad. <laughs> I think the lead singer was more uh, concerned with posing, like with a microphone. <laughs> <laughs> he was singing. It was. He did look really good in, yeah. the, in, in all the. Well, the they had something behind them that I guess it was gear, but it kind of looked like Guar's rejected props. Okay, it was just yeah. like <laughs> sitting up in this like H.R. Geiger cacophonous <laughs> assemble on stage with like tentacles and like wires coming out. But yeah, like other people I knew went to that show and they're like, "Oh my God, did you see Three Teeth? They were really awesome." I was like. I mean, yeah, I saw him, but I don't think that's the adjective I, I would mean, use. Watching like a, a train blow up is also awesome. But like, you know. yeah, because you're in awe. I'm like, oh god, I could die. <laughs> and I just think Maynard picks fucking bands to fuck with people. He I mean, for to. for sure, but like, like they also um, was that Mike Patton project Tomahawk. Like they they took them out on the road before. Yeah. I mean, they went out. Uh, after three teeth, it was Primus that played. Mm-hmm. So I mean, yeah, that was good. Okay, uh, yeah, yeah, that. Okay, yeah, I, forgot, I actually forgot you watched Primus play. That was a gained a whole new respect for Primus, though. Dude, like that's a phenomenal show. I saw them again with Dane. I think two summers after that with Mastodon. Oh man, that was a show, dude. I, we saw them um, at the Tabernacle when they were doing oh. that Seas uh, of Cheese. Yeah. Uh, this wasn't the original Seas of Cheese tour, but they were playing the whole album. 
Okay. Uh, yeah, I remember I chickened yeah. out the day of the show. I was like, oh, I'm not going to Atlanta. We bought a Justin. <laughs> we stopped by a music store on the way up there and bought Justin a harmonica. Oh, <laughs> shit. It was a treat the rest of the time. And we pull up this uh, light in Atlanta. You know, there's a construction on the roadway. And he, he breaks out. He's like, I'm a construction guy. <laughs> But I ain't construction shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was, it was pretty good. We, we bought Justin a can of nine tails to hit us. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait. <laughs> it's like the equivalent of like parents buying their their kid a recorder for yeah. like a seven hour road trip. Where'd you yeah. get it? <laughs> Where'd you get it? The Cracker Barrel? <laughs> <laughs> we stopped at a music shop in Medkin. Oh, yeah. Yeah, right there on a 475. Mm-hmm. Justin yeah. is yeah. like the human equivalent of like one of those fucking little dollar store noisy guns you buy your kids. <laughs> That's what he is. Oh man, those toys could be a lot of fun, though. Mm. Like, <laughs> don't you ever say that in my presence ever again. So, an, a cool opening band that I've seen before that was I, I didn't expect a lot from, but really enjoyed. I'd, I'd go see just them and show was uh, Baby Metal. They were oh, so much fun. I've heard they are really it good. Was, mm-hmm. I think they might have opened for Poppy. Uh, they, Maybe, you know, two years ago or something, and everybody enjoyed them. I went and saw Red Hot Chili Peppers in Atlanta, and they opened for, for them. And okay. The rest of the crowd was kind of like, what the fuck is this? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah this is cool. Were well, they wearing, like, samurai suits and stuff like that? Uh, they, were, they were dressed in costume. The back and band was fantastic, but uh-huh. they were really, really good. I mean, what, one of the, I think it was the bass player, looked like he was wearing a mask, but it was just yeah, they get unfortunate all genetic. Like, so. Cheeto oh. gear and shit like that. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> uh, nobody ever asked me to stop and put my mask on nowadays. <laughs> they just assume. <laughs> I think I want to go see Slipknot play before they eventually retire. Well, make sure you got all 16 of your booster shots. Uh, and then I'll, just, I'll watch the YouTube. <laughs> like a trailer whenever again some, some of the some of that stuff's getting like a little ridiculous I think with concerts and whatnot. Um, they're gonna start like checking for folks STDs before they walk into pull your dick out and sniff it yeah. I mean like <laughs> that smells like gonorrhea <laughs> there's an epidemic of yeah. AIDS yeah. going on right I mean but yeah I'd love to see Slipknot um that's one of the few like <laughs> boomer bands or one of the old school bands that I still haven't seen yet. I watched uh, with the- I was just gonna say I want to see Rage Against the Machine. They were going to do a reunion tour yeah. last summer, I think. Okay. And uh, God, was, COVID, yeah. COVID happened. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I would love to see them. Well, I missed uh, Smashing Pumpkins, which I know they had a lot of stuff going on or whatever. But I, I think the part of the first leg of the tour they. We're in Atlanta, and that would have been fun to, before the whole thing unraveled again. Yeah. That would have been fun to see. Did oh, you say this show's like three again? hours long or something I like think. That? Didn't you say that like whenever you saw Smash Bros, it was like three hours long or something it was, like that? It was a pretty long show. I really enjoyed the show. It was very... 
Billy Corgan centric. Yeah, that doesn't surprise me. Yeah, I mean, and, and Mer- uh, Mer- Meredith loves Smashing Pumpkins, so that's one of her favorite bands. Um, so we had to go, and uh, I actually saw Weezer a week later. So Smashing Pumpkins, I kind of went with pretty high expectations. Yeah, yeah. and I, I, I wasn't disappointed. I really enjoyed the show, but it just didn't quite hit the mark that I had yeah. kind of expected. Yeah, went to Weezer, and I was expecting to have a good time. Okay. But didn't really have you know super high expectations. Yeah. It's one of the best shows I've been to. Okay, ever, which is really that's cool. It surprised me, but you know my daughter went and she's singing all the songs yeah, with us and everything, and so they were really good showmen. They had pyrotechnics and stuff. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, so it was really really good. You know who's got a crazy show and a show like I've never seen before is Kiss when they're headlining. Mm-hmm. We got to see them in Jacksonville. Hang on one second, guys. You said Kiss. Yeah. So. Kiss went and saw they were headlining, uh, but they had all these screens behind them, these platforms that were floating out onto the audience, uh, crazy graphics, you know, their suits and all that stuff. Gene Simmons' suit had like, I swear it had some air conditioning in it. There's no way he could wear that thing without some, some air coming to him. Uh, pyrotechnics interacting with the crowd, just having a good time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that And that was really fun. Unfortunately, yeah. they were playing Kiss songs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it was, it was. But I had a great, like, I had a great time. Like, it was a, it was very entertaining. Uh, and I got to see them another time in Atlanta when Motley Crue was on tour with them, and that was cool. It was amphitheater though, but same thing. Tommy Lee in the back with his drum set going upside down on, on the little roller coaster. I'm sure if they'd had a, uh, they were headlining uh, totally by themselves without. You know, another band co-headlining that they would have uh, had everything, but a lot, a lot of fun, man. Yeah, yeah I, got, I got to see Macedon a couple years ago at uh, the new Battery Theater mm-hmm. or by the stadium, and uh, Coheed was with them, and that was fun. That's both, both those both those bands did a great job that night. Kobe, you know, Claudio's hair just <laughs> I was really impressed with how good a guitar player he was like live uh-huh. like Claudio yeah. like I mean I've always been impressed with yeah. his guitar playing and songwriting but like he's a beast he's like, a monster does he still play with the double guitar um, the double neck one I, I mean I think it depends on like the songs that they're trying to go for yeah. um, when <clears throat> I saw him I don't think Think he they played Welcome Home, but I don't think he used it for that. I could be wrong. They did um, they did like two uh, older songs open up. They did um, No World for Tomorrow and Favor House Atlantic, and then they did like forty five minutes of like Afterman stuff because uh-huh. they were promoting it. Yeah, and, meh. Yeah, uh, I mean it was cool, but like nobody knew any of the songs, yeah. and they weren't. You're that like right. crowd yeah. like friendly or whatnot, and then they closed out with uh, "Welcome Home" and then "Keeping Silence," uh, mm. "Keeping Secret Silent Earth" yeah. three. Yeah, they really peaked by the third album. Was like the peak. <clears throat> Fourth album was good, but like it was that was the plateau. Yeah, like when uh, I I didn't notice much growth from "Good Apollo" four to um, "No World for Tomorrow." Like I. It, it, the production, like a lot of it's, the songs, just sound squashed. You know what I mean? Yeah. There was no dynamics to it. Like, like you listen to like uh, Good Apollo, and like 
when Welcome Home comes on, like it takes one three tracks before the drums even drop in the record. You know, like like I, I think that shit's cool. Where they're like, oh no, like like yeah. we're not just having like the one yeah. soft There's, intro yeah. track. There's another one. Like it, it sucks you in. You know. And, like, when it does drop, like, it is heavy. Like, there's a dynamic change. Like, you know, you feel the volume change. Like, it's a live band. With, like, No World for Tomorrow, everything's, like, like a Chili Peppers record. Like, I love the Chili Peppers, like, records the, up until, uh, by the way, you know, pretty, pretty much the Freshante years and the, the Dave Navarro record. Yeah. I, li- I like all those records. Freshante's back with them. I heard they just got done recording. Yeah. They've already announced tour dates. I still like like the stuff they're doing, but like I, it's they they've covered so much ground that I think like kind of like after they did um, Stadium Arcadium, like that's like well, how how do you get more Chili Peppers than a Stadium yeah. Arcadium yeah. record? I, I, that was a great album. Mm-hmm. Some of Frusciante's solo stuff, I call it solo, but he did some with like Klinghoffer, mm-hmm. but he did some solo stuff, and it's really good. Some of it's a little eccentric, a little out there. Some, some, of, it, some of it's too avant-garde yeah. for me, where it's like, yeah. we're going to purposely take a pretty melody and then just, they'll deconstruct it. Yeah, he'll like shift it like down half a step, and then like down another like five yeah. steps, yeah. and it's like, dude, like I get that you really miss heroin, but I don't want all of us to <laughs> yeah. be on heroin right yeah. now. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll say, though, my favorite Chili Peppers record is One Hot Minute with Dave yeah. Navarro. That's a cool that's, one, man. That's, that's yeah. Dude, I love that album so much, man. Like, even when I was, like, a little boy, I got it. It was, you know, one of the first albums that uh, I had, like, on my own. But uh, the jacket of it and yeah. like the booklet like every song had its own page and lyric booklet and yeah. the lyrics were done with calligraphy well yeah well Flea went off on that album too I mean some mm-hmm. of the you know he's he's great and all that Airplane is a great but, track yeah, man. It's all sorts of really, really good tracks yeah. e- even the weirder like psychedelic yeah. was like One Big Mob yeah. which like comes in just like beating you and then it goes to like that like unsettling right. baby crying like yeah. like um, it walk about on that album. Yeah. Fuck yeah. You know, that's a good one. Walk about falling into grace. Yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. Transcending the yeah. last song on it. Coffee shop. Man, yeah, that, coffee shop. Fucking cool. baseline yeah. coffee shop. Like that's yeah. that's an underrated album, dude. I think one reason why a lot of folks don't like it is because it's really heavy for like anything after uh what was it, Mother's Milk, I yeah. guess. Because you know, like production yeah. changed a big way in the nineties, so yeah. like It'd be interesting to hear, like, what was the, what was the original guy's name? Hillel Slovak? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Like, a lot of 80s, a lot of 80s records just, they sound so dated and terrible, man. Like, like it just, yeah. they sound tinny and thin to me. Was it the, uh, like, the microphone setups or the microphones ahead of the time? Or just, like, the, uh, the meta or whatever for how you set your, your microphones? I think I think it was a couple things. I think some of it was limitations on technology for sure, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but there were other things that they just wouldn't really accept because that's quote unquote not how you make music. So like Trent Reznor uh, with Nine Inch Nails first record, Pretty Hate Machine, he um, uh, clipped or distorted like his sounds where they like they were too loud, uh-huh. right? And he would still use them. And the record label is like, oh, nobody will listen to this. Well, he changed the entire industry yeah. with it because he was 
able to show like, hey, you can make marketable music and, with yeah. like like anything you find. So I I, I want to say probably like uh, in the '90s where you started having digital recording where you could you could get lower frequencies like a vinyl i think around 60 hertz that's about the limitation of vinyl so like a lot of subwoofer frequencies are below 60 hertz so if you change a format into cd however now you've got like pretty much the whole range of the human spectrum which is 20 hertz to 20,000. so you can start making music that will hit those ranges so like g-funk hip-hop came in uh -huh. and was like we're gonna have really like thumping low bass yeah. and like the, that high end, like yeah, yeah, like the eight hundred eight machine mm -hmm. got real popular because I, of that one that one low 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 yeah, bass. That, yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Know, I'd be interested to know though, like as far as like uh, with metal and grunge and alternative, who first started doing like like those serious low end, like on the records. Like uh, I remember corn, you know, uh, on follow follow the leader. Mm -hmm. There's only a couple of bass drops uh, in some of their songs. There's one on a uh, their song "Faggot" on the self title that was '94. Uh huh. Uh, when he says, uh, "You can suck my dick and fucking like it." That okay. The bass drop is not from an 808, but it's from from Fieldy. Just well, he detuned. He played his bass detuned because he had that really percussive style. Uh huh. And then one of the ways he got it was he detuned his bass. So what's your normal top string? Well, he plays five strings. So that'd be D. Uh huh. And he normal. he went down he from there. Down from there. Yeah, Good lord. I think. So it's just sagging. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like a mop string. Yeah. I think they were. I think they were an A. If I'm not mistaken, but they also, I mean, they experimented with tuning as well. Horn was, dude, like, they were the first band to sort of take, like, like a seven-string guitar and, like, down-tuned guitars and bring them into, like, like mainstream, like, uh... Finn McKeithy did a whole video about that. Oh, the Puck Rock NBA? Oh, yeah. <clears throat> dude... dude. You might as well call them like a bridge band. Like they laid the foundation for the bridge, and people walked across it, so to speak. Dude, they they were one like the first like I mean, like they, rock they, bands that I heard or metal bands I heard that wasn't from like my parents. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. And like I and of course like my parents like like hated it. My dad never gave me shit for like like music or anything, but like my mom was for three eleven CDs. <laughs> three eleven. <laughs> yeah, dude. I, I had uh, I had heard uh, Blind from Beavis and Butthead, and I had seen their record in the record shop. And but of course it was parental advisory, you know. Yeah. And couldn't get that. You're a good Christian boy. Well, they, and they wouldn't let you buy it if you were a kid because it's it's South Georgia, yeah. you know. So yeah, like, we got denied getting uh, a <laughs> Alanis Morris. <laughs> <laughs> You ought to know. <laughs> yeah, he probably did me a favor there, but we weren't allowed to get that that day. Oh, I was singing "You Ought to Know" in the shower, <laughs> just belting it. Was she go down on you with a finger? Then I. This is gonna sound far fetched, but I, I promise you. After I got out, I was like, like you know, like 
brushing like my big old hair and whatnot, I started doing it in the country singer voice <laughs> no. instead. Like, oh, would no. she go down on you in a theater? <laughs> 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 I had to bring back in the masculine energy. <laughs> it's also just kind of like fun to just like sing a uh, a voice you wouldn't expect. There was one time I did karaoke in Orlando. I did Rage Against Machines, the Killing in the Name of. Oh no! Which I mean, not a lot of words, you yeah. know. It's mostly just fuck you. I won't do it to tell you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I did it all as a chivalrous knight. So it was all like killing in the name of. <laughs> fuck you! I shan't do what you tell me. <laughs> and people at first were like, "Yeah," but then you know it's kind of a long song. Yeah. Just yeah. after five minutes of yeah. hearing it, sing as a chivalrous yeah. knight. Yeah. You can tell some of the audience started turning yeah. against yours truly. Yeah. We were in a karaoke bar in Savannah one time, and this, uh, I guess they were uh, like a theater. I don't know if they were a theater couple or just buddies that did theater over at SCAD or something, but they did uh, Phantom of the Opera song, the karaoke, and the, like the lady that owned the bar was like, all right, that's the last one y'all get to do. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> Cut off. <laughs> How long are those songs? Yeah. Is that like a Gershwin? It was a song? long. It was a long. Or time. Andrew Lloyd Webber. Yeah, it was like you were in a. It was like you were in a. I can't even remember the guy's name that did all those Shakespeare movies. It was. It was not. Kenneth fun. Branagh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was. It was not fun, man. <laughs> I do enjoy karaoke disasters, but yeah. only if they only get one song. Yeah. When you see the guy that was, I've, I've seen it before. I've, I think I know what his name is, but I, I don't want to. I don't want to embarrass him. But one of the worst karaoke like people I've ever seen because he'll always do like new metal songs at karaoke. It's yeah. like, hey, bro, people are yeah. trying to have fun. We're yeah. not yeah, play some Journey or something. Yeah, <laughs> the, like the, the disturbed down with the sickness cuts. <laughs> yeah, but like, yeah, and he'll like scream at like all oh, the man. places that yeah. they're screaming, and it's like. Bro, you're you're shouting into an SM57 microphone <laughs> in a tiny room yeah. where people are trying to have a good time, yeah. not be impressed yeah. by you. Yeah, get it out. That's I, why I sing. Sing no, Big Badly Word Brown or something. I, I I like No Doubts, Just a Girl. I like Fiona Apple's Criminal, Outcasts, Roses. Yeah, those those are like like my top three karaoke. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're they're fun songs. Plus, yeah. like you know. Like, oh, in sync pop, that's a fun one yeah, to everybody's do. Everybody's having a good time. Yeah. Plus, like, if they've got a stage, you can just be like, "Man, I'm tired of singing." And yeah. Then, like, I, you yeah, start yeah. just dancing. <laughs> yeah. Fucking Phantom of the Opera. I would do. I would. Yeah. <laughs> come out. All right, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> Not more. Oh, the machine's broken. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta go somewhere else if you want to do more of that. Take this shit back to scan. Yeah. <laughs> There's this place in uh, Atlanta, I forget what it's called, but they'll uh, they'll have like a, a band like behind you, and oh. like yeah, yeah, I've seen that, yeah, 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 and like that's karaoke, like oh, man. with the band. Ooh, I'm like, like, oh god, I would love to yeah. do that. Yeah, that'd be so much fun and fun to watch too. Yeah, it's like the Kill Tony of like uh, 
karaoke. But imagine being that band hadn't had to know that whole entire library of karaoke songs. It's actually kind of impressive. Oh, it's very impressive. You know, like it's there. There's um, you know, all these different skill sets within like musicianship and like like that, where it's like like the technique and the ability to play just about anything. Like mm-hmm. I can't do mm-hmm. that. Like I don't have the chops for that. If you ask me to come up with like a new idea for something, yeah, sure. If you wanted to be technical, well, you're gonna have to give me some time, or it's gonna it may just it's a mixed bag, you know. Yeah. <laughs> just weird, but like some of those uh, some of those dudes, and some people I know, they're they may not be the best like songwriters or something like that, but like if you need somebody to play, like they can play your stuff, yeah. like with like without any problem. Some of them don't even know like like keys and stuff. I I don't really mm. know keys. Like I I can I can bullshit my way. You know mm. I know like the basic stuff. Mm-hmm. But hit all the beats, so to speak. Say what? Hit all the beats, so to speak. My beats are uh, mostly eight oh eights and MK uh, drum kit free. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like uh, Josh Freese being uh, like a session drummer for years, and then he. Ran with a perfect circle for a long time, uh, but he was with a failure. I think was uh, the band Perfect Circle covered uh, uh, covered their song, "The Nurse Who Loved Me." Okay, like that was Josh Freese's uh-huh. old band. Uh huh. I think I he's done with some. Cover. Yeah, "The Nurse Who Loved Me." Yeah, of of uh, Josh Freese, and he doesn't he doesn't play on "The Nurse Who Loved Me" to uh-huh. my knowledge, yeah. unless he's yeah like, <laughs> yeah dancing in the yeah. or something. He, uh, I want to say, he recorded like over a, like with a hundred albums. Like he was session drummer for, like even like Devo, like some of their later stuff, whatever that may be. Um, APC's last album was awful. I, I didn't. I didn't even <laughs> attempt to listen to it. Awful. I love Perfect Circle. I love yeah. Tool. I love Christopher. That fucking thing was awful. I uh, saw them live, and they were one of the most like technically. Perfect shows yeah. I have ever seen. Yeah. The sound was yeah. on the entire time, flawlessly executed. It was a great show, mm-hmm. and it was an amphitheater. Mm-hmm. I, those are my favorite venues. I think. Mm-hmm. Was very, it? Very let me ask this: Was it like sort of just like the the album? Like everything was like structured was pretty? Yeah. yeah, that was my experience with them. A super mm-hmm. tight, like incredible. Crazy, and then James Eha swapped two yep. drums for one song. I don't remember what it is. And uh, Freeze he plays, played, he plays drums, and he played. Freeze played a uh, guitar. Hope so, in that scenario. <laughs> Come on up, Jim. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. that Justin Gibson. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll play three Libras. <laughs> yeah, good sound. One time I saw a Radiohead in uh, Atlanta at the Phillips Arena, the Hawks, where the Hawks play, and that was they. I don't know how they rigged it up or whatever, but playing off both sides of the uh, stadium in there, uh, it was it was great. It sounded awesome. No echo. No nothing bad. It was it was great. I remember the last time uh, we saw uh, Tool together. One of the things I I like about Tool is like uh, the the songs are always like like 
spot on. But like you can still hear mistakes, and they'll still um, have things that you don't expect, like opiate. Uh, they took the bridge and extended it like another five minutes and Ugh. just like slowly built it up. Yeah, and like, fucking man in the back swinging his arm like a fucking octopus. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Whole five minutes like fucking <laughs> like a bow just yeah. <laughs> sticking the fucking ass on. Like you waving inflatable yeah. 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 That was fun in Perfect Circle too because he's wearing a, like a long wig like like down to his to his waist. I was like, is that him? You know, he's like behind some uh, like sheer curtain with a light reflecting. So it's kind of like just a shadow. And you, yeah. He's never actually out front. Yeah. And all you're seeing is the you know the shadow of him moving with the hair. I guess that's him. Yeah. <laughs> he's backstage in a chair. <laughs> hey, the first show he was he was dressed as a cowboy. Mm-hmm. And then the second he was in like a fucking full SWAT get up. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Whenever uh, uh, Phil and I uh, saw them in a in a, a jersey, we had a uh, it's kind of like outdoor, but like it's still like covered up, like for the most part. Like pavilion or something. Yeah, yeah, more or less. So we we had uh, we had like pretty good seats, like dead center and like the like the second row. Yeah. So like we we could see yeah, the right stage. It's coming right at you. So. Uh, when Maynard came out, he didn't. He didn't do like the other two times I saw him. He comes out and he'll just do like like good evening or like you know something yeah. like very formal. He came out and went hobbada 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 hobbada. <laughs> I remember the first time I saw Macedon was in some little bar in, in Gainesville, and they came out and. This was like 2003, maybe. You get off my counter! And, uh... I, I guess it was, uh... You have your own counter, Bonkers. I don't know if it was Brent or Troy, but they went up to the microphone because it was like, a, you know, multiple bands, and he, like, poured a alcohol on a toothbrush and just went to town on that microphone. <laughs> just cleaning it off, and I was like, I've never seen that. I was like, is he going to stick it in his fucking mouth? <laughs> he wants it clean? I always think it's neat whenever they address the the crowd. And one of the most memorable experiences I've had at a show was at Q- The Cure. We went and saw The Cure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, Robert Smith was one of the most gracious performers yeah. I'd ever seen. And at the end of the show, he just walked across, like, talking to people in the crowd. Like, he was crying mm-hmm. and telling everybody, thank you. And That's he cool. loves everybody. Yeah. He looked awful. Yeah. Well, <laughs> He had been dead for about a week, yeah. and they pulled him on stage. If I if I go to see the Cure and Robert Smith doesn't cry, yeah. that's a half ass yeah. show. But man, it, it was it was a great show, great performer, and he still really he had it, and uh, it, it was it was a very very good show. I was impressed with that show too. You said the audience was also like so like, cool. They're like dads, you know, that are now you know corporate jobs and stuff like that. You tell they have their sleeves rolled up, and you see the tattoos and yeah. the kids there. And yeah, they were really really nice. Nice crowd, yeah. It was, it was a good, good show experience. Crowds can make or break a show. Oh, absolutely! Fuck yeah, dude. I've been to absolutely that that same uh, Chili Peppers show. That was the most god awful crowd mm. I'd ever been in. A lot of bros, some bro throwing beer behind us, and uh, you know, and everybody had their phones up and yeah. so actually watching the show. And, yeah, I don't know. It was. No. It wasn't. It was one. Of the, 
it, it definitely kind of tainted the experience yeah. of that show. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. If you're irritated. We saw uh, Queens of Stone Age up in Maine, and the crowd was dead. It was like they were too good to get into it. I was so upset. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, I was upset. I would just dance. Man. <laughs> I mean, I still had a good time, uh, but I, was, I, could, I couldn't believe it. Yeah, just standing there like they didn't know who they were or something. Yeah, that when I saw Coheed in Jacksonville, like when it came to the uh, you know the part in, in Keeping Secrets, we were like, whoa, yeah, yeah, whoa, whoa, whoa. yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like very very few of us in attendance were woeing along, uh-huh. and you know Claudia's like, like, come on, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. energetically and. Yeah. and after like the second go round when it wasn't happening, he kind of walked back. He's like, he's like, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nope. Yeah. It's like different. Different crowds are different, man. Yeah. Like, oh my god, the um. I don't think I've talked about this on the on the show. I had a, uh, you know, performance uh, July second, I think, of this year. And like forty seconds into the set, my string breaks. Like oh. I'm, I'm like palm muting. Like this, this guitar, like it got restrung like three days prior, and oh. like I like warmed it up and like yeah. everything, and just like a simple like palm mute. Just was it the G string? No, it was my D. Really? My, like right in the middle. And really? I was like, I was like, I was like, holy shit! Like, what? like if it was like like my high or my low, I'd just be like. Like fuck it, we'll just you know my muscle memory is the same. You know, it's just I have to take yeah. one out of the equation. I didn't bring a backup with me because it was in a different tuning, uh-huh. and I should have brought a backup. And but like I'm, I'm there like dead in the water for like ten minutes. Like yeah. like they're like trying to find strings, and yeah. finally like a friend of mine loans me a guitar. But like the crowd the whole time is like polite but like uncomfortably polite yeah. where they're like nobody's moving nobody's getting up yeah. getting more drinks they're just like sitting there staring waiting just like oh no sir go right ahead yeah we'll wait yeah <laughs> yeah fuck dude <laughs> i feel fine like oh my god man and like i like tried like doing like some like like conversation with the crowd and whatnot yeah. and just like no reaction yeah. like they're just like the only yeah. one react is like my friends are in the other bands that are like yeah. up front, like the rest of the crowd. No, just nothing. Stoic movement. I'm just oh, like yeah. the whole time. I'm like, I'm ready for this show to be done. <laughs> it hasn't started yet. You're like, at, at some at some point <laughs> at some point towards the end, because I like, I don't even like play for that long. It was like like 45 minutes or yeah. so. And at some point towards the end, like some dude in the crowd is was. Well, to add to this, I'm dressed in a uh, a unitard that's red, white, and blue. <laughs> and I've got a headband, yeah. And like you can see, like my pathetic little package, my little yeah. dick, just like right there, resting yeah. upon the top of your shoulder. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like a little bed mm-hmm. in the most unflattering like way, you know. Yeah. You know, but, I, well, the clown from Metalocalypse. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Dr. Roxo. <laughs> I do c- 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 cocaine, baby. <laughs> I love cocaine. <laughs> but this this guy, like earlier, he's like he's like I can't stop looking at it. <laughs> <laughs> 
So like, I'm all, I'm all like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> you woke him up in that man. <laughs> so, so it's like it's like two songs later, and like, like my vo- my voice is given out, my patience is given out, and like I'm just like I'm just like. Oh, God. <laughs> I look like a fucking fool, and I, I just I just feel irritated and <laughs> irresponsible, and I just I don't want to go home and mourn, you know, mourn my ego. And this guy goes, I think you're is either your day string or your e string, but it's out of tune. Very calmly, I was like, I don't care. I don't care what the heckler has to say about the guitar being out of tune at this point in the show. Oh, man. But I said the word heckler, like, again, this audience is so polite, so some of them go, (gasps) (laughs) 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 Like, oh, there's going to be trouble. (laughs) Like, what what the fuck? I'm just gonna put that thing on you. <laughs> I can't keep looking I can't, at it. I can't stop looking at it. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, maybe, maybe that's why I have I have folks that don't like me in this town. I don't know. Well, you're smuggling grapes, sir. <laughs> just one. <laughs> <laughs> Two kiwis <Yeah>. pressed behind <laughs> it. <laughs> Looks like oh. the disguises didn't work, fellas. Yeah. Oh. That's how they figured out you gotta smuggle stuff up your butt. They were yeah. using unitards <laughs> before that. Oh man, that's funny. <laughs> Maybe that's why they changed Remember those old bathing suits that looked, they were unitards, but they had stripes like prison gear. Yeah. I yeah. wonder if like the prisoners like. We're forced to, you know, wear those. Yeah. <laughs> Man, those types of straps aren't very flattering. They make you look wider. Yeah. Don't tell me about it, sister. Mm. I don't need to look That's wider. why I don't wear stripes at all. <laughs> <laughs> Horizontal or vertical. Yeah. <laughs> You're talking about getting yourself a uh, set of suspenders to, to fit with the uh, well, farmer lifestyle? I, I was uh, about a month and a half ago. Um, me and Cindy were going to about Austin. I said, I start wearing suspenders. She said, "Absolutely fucking not." It's <laughs> <laughs> like you know, I'm a farmer. It makes sense to wear like some fucking Man. Carhartt, you know, big. Yeah. yeah, it's like I was like, "Can I wear?" No, absolutely. What you do? Them. Just get absolutely so, fucking not. No, what you do is you just go get a pair of overalls and wear those instead. And you yeah. say, "You said no suspenders." <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's either the overalls or my Oshkosh Bagats. Yeah. Yeah, get some. Yeah, the thing about that, like, when you gotta take a shit, yeah, it's like wearing those fucking uh, oh. onesie dress things when wear the short, what do they call them? Oh, yeah, overalls. I'm not, yeah, I'm not. Or even take a piss. Like, I gotta, it's not gonna have, like, my a shoulder. Yeah, it's not gonna have a fly dick. right there, yeah, right? They got flies. They got flies. Yeah, they got some flies. Huh. They think everything now. Yeah. <laughs> Do they have the little the flap? <laughs> the, no, they, they don't have flap. the two button flap. Yeah. Man, imagine like you go to like a shitty bathroom, you walk in there, there's a guy like sitting on the toilet taking a shit with a pair of overalls on. He's got his ass flap just flipped under him. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be so awkward, dude. Like I've, I've, oh man, there's there's been times at a work bathroom before where you go in there and. 
sometimes people will try to talk to you while they're shitting, which is really odd. It makes you wonder, like, what is your home life yeah. like? Yeah. Where Are you like, only like, or you think that that's, <laughs> that's acceptable? That, that's all right. You know, like, like you go to the bathroom, like, hey, who's in the stall next to me? <laughs> What's up? So I, 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 saw, crazy, <laughs> I saw a meme it showed a it was a picture of a uh, bathroom uh, stall door lock and it had an arrow pointing towards the lock direction it said poop alone yeah, 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 yeah. the arrow pointed in the other direction it said poop with friends <laughs> I, I, gotta check out that. I got a I got a buddy and uh, he was going to school at VSU and he would his class was early so he would get there early and there was a certain stall he liked to go do his business in well he I won't tell his name but he, at the time he liked to completely you know still undress like completely so we're, we're shitting naked in a public <laughs> that's correct <laughs> yeah. shoes off as well yeah I'm not sure. I don't think he's touching the floor. I don't think he's that crazy. Who's he holding his fucking knees up naked to his <laughs> shit? <laughs> he's holding himself up. So he's got his stuff on the door. It's still early, so I guess for whatever reason, he needed some leverage. So he, he's a he's a bigger guy, so he puts puts his arm and braces his arms on the side of the partition walls here. And he starts bracing so hard... The, the door lock mechanism comes open. You know, it pushes it away from the lock. And the door just swings open. <laughs> he's, at, he's at VSU. <laughs> in the, and he's like... Oh. Very vulnerable. <laughs> oh, man. He's like, luckily it's six in the morning, you know. Nobody, nobody's in there with me and the janitor. <laughs> I kicked the uh, the door in on Will once we he was taking a shit during a during football practice. Yeah, during high school, <laughs> I didn't realize I had that much oomph behind it, nor that his head was that close to the door. <laughs> and when it swings, I was just doing it to be like, ah! <laughs> and when it swings back open, you hear, oh! Oh, shit! <laughs> There's just blood running down his face. Like, oh god! <laughs> this bit of comedy did not execute well. <laughs> at Will, at Will's house in Lakeland, <laughs> Justin taking the hinges off the door while Will's in there using the bathroom, pulling the door off his press room. <laughs> well, put the goddamn door <laughs> Pull the whole door off of the path. God, he's such a fucking asshole. It's <laughs> like, <laughs> so, were you there? You, I think you were there the night. I was probably playing like fucking Diablo or Counter Strike or whatever. Yeah. You were probably watching something on the fucking TV. Yeah. <clears throat> He goes in the bathroom, comes out like five minutes later, and I get up to go and there's like what looks like shit all over the back of the toilet, like a big clump. Yeah. This fucker we got a can of hot dog chili <laughs> and just went on the back of the toilet. Yeah. <laughs> I remember that. Justin, you better not clean that shit up right now. <laughs> you thought it was real. <laughs> <laughs> You heard that man's shit. Somebody's playing this song. Ain't gonna be me. I remember one time we were in the park lane. I think when he finally made a solid shit for the first time in years. 
He had a meal other than Cool Ranch Doritos <laughs> and Code Red Mountain Dew. Cherry so, pies. <laughs> Not a lot of protein and fiber in the I cherry pies. I guess he pies. took a shit like, earlier in the day, and uh, he didn't flush it because you want me to see it. So it sat in the fucking toilet all day long. Oh, my God. What a piece of shit. <laughs> I remember just going into, I forget the dog, maybe it was Amber was the name of the dog he had at the time, but like going in the bathroom and like it looked like like a scene in like Fallout, like where it was just like dog turds and debris oh, was, um, and no toilet paper. Like. <laughs> Was that a spring chase? Oh boy! Mm-hmm. No, this was at, this was at the Park Lane house, but this was, I think, after a. <laughs> no, no, after the Park, a, Park Lane house was dirty, but it wasn't like dog shit dirty because he already gave he already given Amber to him. That point. I think I must say I think this may have been before you moved in. At, at spring chase, he I maybe miss he got a dog named Pitbull. Lives in a park with three people. Let's get let's get a Pitbull. <laughs> No animals allowed, mind you. Yeah, yeah. Allowed. They were so shocked when they got kicked yeah. out of that place. Like, get a, what do you mean we broke the rules? Get a living gun. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, he he basically turned his... Because somehow Justin ended up in the master bathroom. For whatever fucking reason. He's the tallest. I guess so, yeah. <laughs> so that bathroom became the dog's bathroom, pretty much. Oh, boy. So that's that's where that comes from. Hmm. How, I wonder how the international lifestyle is going. Uh, if they're enjoying that, seems like they are. Who? Justin. Oh, yeah, that's a good He bought a uh, like an '85 Jaguar. Mm-hmm. It's pretty sweet. <laughs> Shit. Yeah, he's, like, he's like doing like a doing like full restoration on yeah, stuff. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> Does the seat fit him? Cause you know he's, he's like a full size like coupe. I don't. I don't. I don't okay. know what kind of is, but it's a. It's a beautiful car. Okay, it's not one of those little tiny. Uh, no, no, it's like a full size Aston Martin. No, seven foot tall people can still fit in this. Okay, one. all right. He's talking about getting a like a like a, an Italian motorcycle, like antique motorcycle. Oh yeah, <laughs> like an old Ducati or yeah. something like that. He's living out a Wes Anderson movie. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's like that one part of Ocean's Twelve or Thirteen where they're in Italy. And just a little guitar is playing all the time. I don't know if I saw that. I know I saw the first one. Yeah, so, yeah that's it. Right? Oh man, mm-hmm. it's a beautiful car. What what uh what mafia is he control of right now? <laughs> <laughs> Driving that thing. That thing's slick. He's gonna come back one of those like a uh, mafia like pantsuits on. Yeah, like a cane. Like with a cane and a hat. A peculiar a peculiar ring. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what crest is that? I don't know. Don't fucking. <laughs> he turns it inside so there's no more questions. Yeah. <laughs> He's constantly wiping sweat from his forehead. It's like 65 degrees outside. Where's the gabagool? Yeah. <laughs> he has a flask just filled with olive oil. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He dabbed himself. Hmm. <laughs> Reminds me of that, uh, I don't know if you guys ever watched much of the, uh, the Simpsons, but there's one where like Krusty gets busted for having like uh, offshore accounts or something. So like the feds call this guy in, like the Cayman Islands, and he like it's this like guy that's just like sweating and dabbing yeah. his with the cloth. Yeah. He's like, oh, I'm afraid I I don't know anything about that particular client's illegal yeah. savings account. And he yeah. hangs up. Yeah. He's like, oh crap, 
I shouldn't have said he was a client. Oh, crap. I shouldn't have said that he had an account with us. Oh, crap. I certainly shouldn't have said it was an illegal account. It's too hot today. You said the uh, South Park post-COVID special was good? Oh, my God, dude. Have y'all okay. seen it? I watched it. I haven't watched the pre. I haven't watched yeah. South Park in a couple of years. I, I was kind of going to sleep just because I was tired. But <clears throat> is it on Comedy Central or the internet? No, Paramount Plus. They, uh, they struck uh, a uh, a deal with them for. I thought it was for six, but I was wrong. It was a uh, fourteen one hour mini movies. Oh shit! And, so, and this one, it starts off and it's forty years. All the kids are fifty or approaching fifty. It's kind of like it. Yeah, okay. I was I was telling well, that to somebody the other yeah. day. Okay. The reason they come back to yeah. South Park, shocking, shocking, uh, uh, spoiler alert here, Kenny's dead. <laughs> somebody they, think, they think somebody killed him. Okay. So how does that work? Because they're all on HBO Max or Go, what the fuck it is. No, they... Um, oh, that's gone now? Well, Paramount started their own yeah. like streaming thing, so I don't know who the provider would be. I imagine if you like with me, my access to Hulu is through Spotify. Yeah, like I, I don't, I don't, I just have like commercial like Hulu, mm-hmm. and uh, but with Paramount Plus, I think if you just subscribe, I think they have their own app. Yeah, like, I, mean, I, I have it, but like, I, I thought the South Park was on HBO's app. They were, I think, syndication <clears throat> still may be. Oh, uh, okay. So before we're talking new shit, it's gonna be on Paramount. Yeah, but the I don't I may be wrong. Like the the um the, uh, syndicate episodes, like the chronology, may now be just Paramount because I know okay. like MTV networks wanted like their own like streaming uh, service. Mm-hmm. So and that's all Viacom. Yeah, I think because they're still playing uh, the syndication stuff on Comedy Central every. Wednesday, mm-hmm. I know. You know, I'm sure they play other times too. But Wednesday evening time. Yeah, but they haven't South done like a new season of South Park. South Park like two or three years. Have they? They've done a couple of specials, but that's it. Yeah, not not since uh, uh, COVID. They said in an uh, an interview before COVID that uh, the season before it, I think it was 22 or 23. I'm not sure, but they said they got tired of like. Doing the Garrison and Trump jokes, yeah, and, yeah. The, and that like that's all that like they wanted to push because that's the marketable thing, yeah. and they were like they're like man like there's there's nothing really punk rock and edgy about yeah. making fun of like this asshole yeah. like over and over again. So they had one season where like Garrison's still the president, but he's not in. I think he has like a cameo at the end, yeah, like, waving, yeah, waves or something, and he's got like chains on him, like, yeah, which was like. Are they going to get back to the seasons when, like, I guess COVID finally decides to stop being a thing? Or is I, it, are I, I don't know because right now this is the third special they've had. All oh. of them tie together. Like, they had the, um, the quarantine special, the vaccination QAnon special, oh. and now the post-COVID special. Right. Well, I think, I think they kind of got in trouble when they tried to, like, start doing, like, overarching storylines in the seasons versus their main little vignettes all the way through. I don't know. Like I, the, when like I listened the to the farm, well, like uh, the member berries thing, like it did pan out. I really think though that that storyline was the only kind of misstep in like about the past five, see the last five seasons. The, of the member show. berries itself, yeah, because yeah. I thought otherwise there were some super strong seasons in there. I I thought I thought they were all hilarious. I think the. <clears throat> The member berries just didn't have much of a payoff, like mm-hmm. like at the end, and then I think the one after that was the uh, the troll 
season where like uh, Gerald Broflowski is a is a troll yeah, online, yeah. and then it's like the whole overarching storyline. So I th- like I think there's like good ideas, but I also think that like the the video games storylines like better capture like mm-hmm. some of those like ideas like Stick of Truth like that's a fucking unbelievable mm-hmm. story. I mean that game is awesome. I still haven't played either one of those. Y'all haven't played them? I have. Mm-hmm. I just I never played. Oh, they're part of canon. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you should play them, dude. But no, the vaccination special or the the post COVID special, dude. Like I like I'm I'm a I'm a pussy for sure. But like like I cried, man, because mm. like it starts off and like like you find out that like you know they made like too like, much force. Go easy. No, well, like I said, like the reason they come back is you know Kenny's dead. Yeah. But Kenny he became he became a doctor. And like he was like an Egyptologist, and like oh, went, yeah. to spa- <laughs> went to space. Yeah. And there's even like a, a scene where, <laughs> went to space. He, yeah, there's even a scene where he's he's old. He kind of looks like like me, like a blonde dude yeah. with like big beard and long hair and whatnot. And he's uh, on an interview, and they're asking him questions. And he's thinking, and he goes to answer, and they're like, "So what you're saying is?" Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but like like the fact that like they like. In this story arc, or whatever, like 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 Kenny's like comeuppance was like uh-huh. like forty years yeah. like down the road, like yeah. he had like become like the like a world famous uh, doctor, and just like like everything known about like how like Kenny gets shit on like yeah. the entire like series. Yeah, bullying pays off. Be a lesson. So what'd you uh? Would you uh, would you think of uh, the uh, the the week in, in justice we've seen with uh, Ahmed uh, Arbery and uh, Kyle Rittenhouse? I think the most interesting thing about it all. I mean, you say a lot about Rittenhouse of uh, you know just a, it's, a, it's, it's a monumentally bad situation. It, it might may or may not set some precedents that we don't like, but like the the thing that's most interesting to me is like when those two are like like just opposing each other. You have like. On the Rittenhouse side, the far left, like, is they're, they're watching a different movie, right? And the same thing with Auburn Arbor case, the far right is like watching a different movie because their whole thing is like, they should, like, their whole argument was like, yeah, those guys are completely doing a legal stop. And it's like, how is that even possible? And the other thing with uh, Rittenhouse is like, that kid should not have been there with a fucking gun, period. But, like, Judd made a point, a text group was like, that really comes back to like there being no police presence and no order in those situations at all. Yeah, lawlessness. Because yeah. if the cops that took those burglaries seriously, there's an argument that, that I, you know, you know, I bet be still be alive. And same thing for those other three dudes or two dudes or whatever. Yeah, yeah. They shouldn't have. They shouldn't have stopped. So yeah, yeah. I, I'm just going to say this. I lived in that neighborhood. Yeah, that's, that's bizarre. In that that's bizarre to me. Growing up, I, and I, I did the exact same things yeah. that that guy did, and yeah. I was yeah. never chased down and yeah. shot on yeah. the side. Oh of the yeah, side. yeah. No, I that mean, was that was well, murder. Well, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, that, 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 yeah. they shouldn't have. They should, that shouldn't have happened. I mean, what? What? Yeah. You know, that like you talking about uh, like Vigil- the, vigilante, the, the vigilante mob justice like was struck down. In two separate cases. Did you watch uh, Travis McMichael's testimony? Like I, I saw maybe like fifteen minutes of like different parts of it. I didn't really need to see any of that one to me because I saw the video yeah. of what happened. It's like, well, that's pretty, pretty cut and dry. Yeah, that's pretty, pretty bad. Yeah. 
But well, like him trying to like a, justice. What was the testimony? This was one of the uh, the convicted. He was the, the guy, guy that, that shot had the shotgun. Oh, okay. So like you know the whole thing was like he pulled up and told him to stop. He want to talk to him. Like and you know this we're in the south. You know there's connotation of like a white man in a pickup pulling up to a, a, a black guy by himself. Like there's like there's cause for concern for the black guy to be scared. Yeah. Want to run. <laughs> but like he's talking about how like you know this fucking idiot hopped out of a truck with his dad riding in the back with a three fifty seven in his hand. Yeah. He hops out with a shotgun and tells him to stop. Like. You gotta think at that point in time, that kid's like, well, either I have oh, to run and get shot in the back or get shot in the stomach. And, like, and like he's the whole test was him trying to like play the victim and, like, humanize his decisions and stuff. You're like, I was thinking about my boy, blah, blah, yeah, blah. It's yeah. like, if you're thinking about your boy, you should have, when he ran off, you just called the fucking cops. Well, that's that's what he was coached to say, probably. Yeah. And the, um, you yeah, know, leading up, lean up to the trial, yeah. yeah. Like it is, and that guy's lawyers trying to get like the case thrown out from the get go because like you know Reverend uh, not Reverend right um, Al Sharpton Al, Al Sharpton they were in the courtroom with the mother which mm-hmm. like, there's nothing wrong with that and the judge like the judge really said I don't care how many pastors are here they're allowed to be in here with the family yeah mm-hmm. even the charlatans like uh, yeah. Al Sharpton yeah <laughs> yeah but that that video is cut and dry but same then, with the to me for the written house like he's running he shouldn't have been there yeah. But yeah, I guess, but like, but that's, that's not what the trial is about. Yeah, you have to, you have to say like, well, what yeah. are we talking about? You know, because yeah. like, like the the outrage is about like, well, should he have been there or not? Yeah, no, yeah, like, but there's been, a lot of things yeah. that shouldn't have been happening. Yeah, his parents should have grabbed his ass. Maybe. This is the problem with the Rittenhouse. Lay up. straight. What you're doing is you're taking self defense and you're setting a very very slippery mm. slope as to what what qualifies as self-defense yeah. because you're not in a homogeneous environment it's yeah. not this kid with a gun versus all these people yeah, or anything like, like that he's not in his business at yeah. what at what point i mean if i'm standing on the street corner and somebody yeah opens fire at what point is that person considered an active shooter and yeah. i'm doing something to defend myself against him he could identify me as yeah. part of some lawless yeah. mob or something like that but i don't think that you can <laughs> claim so it, it, I, I just think it erodes what most people would think of self-defense and I have a real big problem with people not taking responsibility for getting themselves into a dangerous into situation, situation and then trying to check out with mm-hmm. saying oh well that's enough for me now it's self-defense I think I just think that you got to be real careful yeah, with that I think I, him I'm, running away so far and them still following him is what got him yeah, the self defense. Plus, 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 leading up to it, if you see, like initially, like they're there, like giving people like aid, yeah. whilst also yeah. protecting like this local gas station yeah. or whatever it was yeah. car dealership. Yeah, well, you get the first guy who like. But then, like the crowds, the crowds come up, and that uh, that pedophile guy. Uh, yeah, uh, Rosenbaum. I think that might have helped his case too. It's like, well, <laughs> but I mean, regardless of it, I'm sure there were a lot of people with like loot yeah. pass yeah. On, in in any crowd that big, you know, yeah. on any, on either side. That, but the fact that he was coming up in a violent, antagonistic manner, and then when it escalated to the point to where one of them's running, he chases after yeah. somebody else, fires shots. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. behind them as they're fleeing. If I were a 17-year-old kid, I'd be scared shitless, yeah. too. And I would assume that those shots are coming yeah. from the person chasing me. The creepy yeah. thing about it was, like, all this went on, right? 
and all we have is like independent like guerrilla journalism, like people's camera footage, and they're yeah. basically yeah to show what happened. The, well, it wasn't the it wasn't the FBI, but there was like a HD drone yeah. HD drone footage of the whole fucking the thing whole going thing on. the right. whole time. And like the cool, the weird thing is, is that there was a company that was a company that was doing that, and then it shut down seventeen days after uh, the. Uh, the, when it happened and then the whole thing was scrubbing the internet the business was scrubbing the internet yeah it's probably a CIA front business because yeah. there's a there's a good uh, I can't remember the guy's name or <laughs> or the name of the talkie guy but he gave a talk and he he went down these rabbit holes of finding these fronts for CIA uh, like uh, airplane businesses <clears throat> and it was it was very neat and it was very conclusive what what he was finding so I don't I don't doubt that it's when you when you break like like if you ignore him just being there in general and you break down every action when you go to uh, Rosenbaum to the set guy to the guy that got his arm blown off like if that was the only thing that happened those are two like feels those are two those are the clear cases of self defense Rosenbaum was chasing him he's a thirty six year old we don't know his history at that point in time he's trying to get for his gun he pulls he, he shoots him it's unfortunate. Same thing. He's running. The crowd's chasing a man with a with a weapon, which you don't do. Which you don't. Yeah. Do. Which is yeah. I mean, there were also gunshots coming from other areas. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. Who knows? Is it chasing? Yeah. Or some is someone running? Yeah. I mean, it's just you know. There's, yeah. There's a lot of questions. Yeah. And, and it was it was pretty. I know they got street lights, but it's nighttime. Mm-hmm. I don't, what time was it? Ten o'clock? Nine o'clock? I don't know. Dark enough for a structure fire to light yeah. up the block. Yeah. yeah. They, yeah. There was a few accusations that the shots they heard fire were was the Gates fellow firing there. Uh huh. Gates Gersowitz. Uh, yeah, because Gersh- Gersh- That's the guy that brought his pistol out. Yeah, and got his arm blown off. Yeah. It, and it's like the watching him have to admit on stand that like uh, he did not like aim to shoot him until he saw he had a gun in his hand. Like, you know. You know. What I saw too. So this was after all that happened. I saw a video of him. He got pulled over in late December. Uh, for DUI, uh, blood alcohol was like 0.218. Good God. But it got thrown it's out. It got sponged, yeah. Mm-hmm. And so the, I don't know why, uh, but I, they, were, uh, they were talking like that since all that case and all was ongoing, they expunged it because he was going to be a, he was a prosecution he was, witness. Yeah. Well, the, the state didn't seemingly have that strong of a, a case. Uh-huh. And then, like, some really, like, shady stuff started happening. Mm-hmm. Like, like one, like, of course, I don't like the press, mind you, but, like, you yeah. know, MSNBC was trailing the jury bus, like, trying to, like, reveal yeah. the identities of yeah. the jurors, which uh, the judge kicked them out after that, which, yeah. I mean, yeah, good on them. But the, the state, though, they had um, footage that they had uh, given to the... Uh, 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 defense team. This was, uh, this was HD cam footage. Yeah, yeah, and it was uh, when the defense team was showing it. Someone, I don't know if it was the judge, someone remarked that like, like what's what's up with this, uh, the quality of uh, you know this uh, this uh, video. I can't see anything. And the state, the prosecution, said that our copy is better. And the judge was like, "Well, well, that's interesting." So. Folks started looking at the data on uh, one of the, I forget the, the prosecutor guy's laptop. I think it's the same guy who raised the yeah, AR. Was, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. But they found two programs 
that are used for rendering and compression and, and compressing video. So he had used the argument that it was probably done because of compression through like uh, MMS or email, iPhone, which that that does yeah. happen. But like they had a a, a custom file name. I just want to make sure this hmm. isn't the back and forth about zooming on the iPad conversation that happened. That was like you could see the the. The footage in the courtroom. Mm-mm, no, this is no. another part. Of that. Okay. This is Are another you guys part. aware of that part? About like where they like zoomed in yeah. close and where things. the defense said that zooming in on your iPad is changing it because Apple's algorithms mm-hmm. create the material, create pixels, and mm-hmm. show yeah. you what they think. Yeah, no, okay, no, 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 no. I know what you're talking about. That's a that their interpolation argument because interpolation is that process where it'll add pixels. Because it's an algorithm predicting. No, you might be able to, to extrapolate into it. That's not the argument that they had, though. Yeah, no. <laughs> it was. Uh, it was a. Uh, but it's, but it's very, they didn't understand the technology. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. But it, it was that. That was. Uh, I, I thought it was pretty telling on on everybody. I mean, he did, he did not have. He did, I mean, they had an easy enough case for defense, but his, his defense lawyers were not that great. There's several times that one. <laughs> well, like with with this. Before I, before I forget, what it was was that they they found the original um, video that the state shared with the defense team was of like high quality, and you you could see everything. So what they found is that this one prosecutor made a lower resolution copy of the full video, rendered it, but he changed the file name and like gave it a custom file name. So they found that to be like it wouldn't be like a forwarded message through compression. So I know what you're referring to. This was like after the fact. I think after they had already made their arguments, and they were just uh, reviewing some sort. Because of the HD the HD footage came out like two weeks into the case. Because mm. they they yeah. the defense had the lower resolution video. Right. The prosecution had the higher. When you look, when you look at the higher resolution uh. video, like it's easier to tell what the fuck is going on. Yeah. Because the prosecution tried to make the argument that like when they zoomed in on this picture, it's got like like that. It's, it's got costing like that and you can't really tell what it is. It could be an arm. It could be a rifle pointing at somebody. Right, right. Yeah, that's what they, they found with uh, this at the end though was that the metadata on it showed that there was the original and then a copy was made of lower res, mm. and that copy was provided as the uh, evidence. You think, I think they did I think for discovery? Uh, I think that's the process. Yeah, that's called. Do you think they did? Uh, you know, not saying it was maliciously doctored. Do you think they did it because like the email, like the file size yeah, was too like, big yeah, for email, and they're like, oh, greater right, than ten megabytes. We can put it in a zip file and send it that way. Yeah, I, I think that is a possibility. I'm just, but I just assume the. I try to assume the best. <laughs> Well, here's the think arguments we, that were made earlier about regarding technology. I don't think we had any uh, very uh, oh yeah capable or knowledgeable. Uh, yeah. No, no, I I don't think <laughs> so. They bring an expert. Yeah. If that uh, if the 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 the, uh, the two DAs like want to hang their their careers on on that case, they they can just go they can go do something else because they that was awful. Yeah. Yeah. This this came. Um, at a point where I think the jury was reviewing like like footage because they had like I think like six were like immediately decided and then the other six were like still like reviewing. You know what really kind of like shocked me is I thought if he was found not guilty, like there'd be like riots in Kenosha and there was fucking nothing, like nothing went on. 
You had a couple of jackasses on both sides yelling at each other on the, on the courthouse square, but other than that, that, that was really it. I, I, I think the the only thing that really kind of upset me about all of it was this uh, this narrative that got pushed from celebrities and politicians that it had something to do with white supremacy. And I was like, this had nothing yeah. to do with white supremacy. And then when that doesn't check out the argument, it backtracks, but still under white supremacy where it's like, well, those three people, the two men that were killed and uh, Gershkoitz, uh, were were there to support BLM. It's like, well, so was so was Kyle Rittenhouse. You know what I mean? So like like th- this just seems like in poor taste to be like throwing, especially like Biden himself. Which I mean, granted, like he probably didn't have his ice cream that day, so he's not thinking right with his reptilian was that fucking brain. The election. Was this before election? Or no, I mean this was recently that like no, like, after the verdict uh, oh, came okay. out. That like they were uh, referring to it like, like almost like they were to your point that like folks were trying to goad yeah. people into like being violent and reactionary. Yeah. And I, I think a lot of people in, in no media corporation is the same. Fox News is just as bad as everybody else. It's as bad as CNN is for different reasons. Yeah, fuck them all. As far as I'm but like, <laughs> I mean, they, they picked a narrative when it happened, and that's what they kept. But then people like, actually got to watch the case. They so people got to see the clips of the video, and then, then like a lot of people are like, oh, well, this is I don't like this. I don't like, it, but it is what it is at the end of the day. Well, like a lot of these news channels, you know, Fox, CNN, MSNBC, they'll they'll show a small portion of something, right? Yeah. But then they'll tell you what the counter argument is. They won't let their opponents or conflicting views express what the counter is. They'll give you a summation for it. So I, I think with like, like some of the stuff with like you said with like the Ahmed Arbery, where it's like the far right, and they're like, well, we have a right to be able to you know defend protect, our property, yeah, protect yeah. ourselves. It's like, well, to what degree? Yeah. Like to to the point you just murder strangers. Well, yeah. What fucked you know? them so bad was is like they tried to argue a citizen's a citizen's arrest, and like for the the law in Georgia at that point in time was we had to felony. We had to witness a felony or be in the prison's felony, and they had neither of those. Uh-huh. So it was unlawful, so they literally chased a black man down yeah. in my neighborhood and killed him. I don't know if they, you know, fuck, I don't know what's going through their head. I don't think they would have filmed it if they originally set out, like, hey, we're going to gun this guy down. And it just went wrong, but what they did was not... It was not good. Yeah, it's like, this is what happened. From what I understand is that... Um, the Roddy guy, or the the other guy, released the that third guy. The, the third trial. guy to try he, to get distance himself. Yeah, like, exactly. From like his connection. He's, to oh, okay. yeah. He's like, I, I, I was just, I was still feeling him. I was just trying to, you know, I was, I didn't do anything. This is what I was doing. Uh, it just makes him an accessory to felony murder. Okay. So. I don't know. They chased the guy down and killed him. There's another case in Texas that popped up. Uh, you might have seen the video. It's a, it's a stepdad. And the wife's boyfriend are arguing on the porch. Yeah, I saw that. That's bad. And uh, that's going to be an interesting one because it really kind of like, do you know about this? Mm, I don't think Probably haven't seen it. Essentially, this guy, he's wearing like a teal t-shirt or a long sleeve shirt. He shows up to pick up his son at three fifteen. The, and the mother's like, I don't want to get, I don't want him to, I don't want, I want to see him. I don't want to go yet. Kids, the kids are not even there. So he's arguing back and forth with the ex-wife. When the boyfriend walks out and starts to like, you know, both of them are starting to fucking peacock on each other. Yeah. Well, the the boyfriend goes back inside the house and grabs a gun. 
Alright, so the dad's already irate arguing with the wife because like, he has a court-ordered pickup of his son. The son's not there. The son's actually his, his mother's. But he's not He's not getting anybody's face at, at this point. He's this just point. They're just hollering. He's not grabbing yeah, like, the... He's the not, guy's like, for me to call... This is in Texas, you yeah, said? They're yeah. arguing back and forth. Well, the guy comes back out with a gun, brandishing a gun. Yeah. And so the 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 the, the, the father walks up to the, 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 the boyfriend and is in his face... And the boyfriend shoots down at his feet, and so the the the, the father grabs the gun. Well, the boyfriend spins him around, and the boyfriend goes out of the yard, and the dad's on the front porch. They're like from here, yeah, probably the TV, yeah. And the guy just unloads two rounds in his chest and kills him. Yeah. So the dad what? unloads two. No, no, the, the, the boyfriend, boyfriend unloads unloads on the dad and yeah. kills him on, on the porch. Yeah. He's like, I did. Look what you made me do. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't want to do this, and I told you. Like, he's just as calm as, like, he... Uh, and apparently it's, like, some silenced, like, uh, Ruger 9mm rifle or something like that. So, yeah. like, no one... People think it's, like, a, a stun gun or, like, something like that. They think he just, like, oh, I fell down, man. Like, he, he yeah. fucking drops yeah. like a rock. It just sounds like a like a cap gun going yeah. off. It doesn't sound like anything. Wow. And now they're, like, the people start alleging it, like, that they kind of set him up to do that. Mm-hmm. It was bad. It's bad. So, I, I, that's, so where, that's where the next one is going to come up. Right? So okay, so like he shoots at his feet, and then what happened? So like they like the boyfriend comes out, and the dad is already irate, arguing with with the mom. Right. Um, they're like he stays apart, and the guy walks out with the branch and a gun. The guy comes out, they're arguing. The guy goes back in, grabs his gun, and comes back out. Right. Well, the father walks up and just starts talking shit. And they go back and forth. Well, the boyfriend shoots down at the ground like a warning shot. I assume, or he might yeah. just hit the, hit the trick on accident. Yeah. <laughs> so, which that tells he came out, if, if it's on accident, he came out with that gun ready to shoot. Right. So, yeah. It's loaded. And then, like, he goes, he shoots the ground. The, the guy grabs the, the, the rifle. They spin around. The guy, the boyfriend, holds onto his rifle. It gets thrown out in the yard, like, maybe 20 feet, 25 feet. And the father's just standing there with his arms and just talking shit, and the guy raises his gun. Like, as soon as he yeah. whips around, he shoots. He just pops. Yeah. That's gonna be an interesting case because it's yeah. Texas and like you have they have like castle yeah. doctrine, stand your ground laws, and all that type of shit. But that's what's uh, up? We're not going in there, dude. Chill. <laughs> she was that was bad. And now they're starting to think that they kind of like set him up for that to happen. Mm. It's a fucking crazy case because apparently the judge of that town was married to the guy that killed. The father and it's like it's this big incestuous fucking crazy, mm. crazy story. Holy shit, yeah. Connected folks get away with stuff. Mm. Speaking of which, you think about uh, uh, Alec Baldwin and the. Uh, oh yeah, that's all. That's that's awful. Do you think that was a setup because they had had all the walkouts and the? Uh, no, I th- I personally think Alec Baldwin shot this person. Yeah. <laughs> Like like yeah. like like seriously like yeah. I like I do like I, I I like Alec Baldwin's body of work but yeah, like, I like Beetlejuice you don't point like a weapon at yeah. somebody let alone like he had to load like the chamber for yeah. it cock it and fire it so I don't like, know anything about those prop guns and I don't know anything about like the methods they go through like even on the movie set like if it's a blank or something you know something's still coming out for something's coming out the end. And you don't actually point it at somebody like you well, point that's what it. That's with Brandon Lee. Like there was a blank. And, yeah. Whatever the packet for the blank got stuck in the barrel. And yeah. That's what came out and killed him. Yeah. Mm. 
So I, I think there's still measures, techniques in place that not actually pointed at you, but to the side and up, whatever, for the camera movie magic. And he obviously uh, he didn't well, adhere to those uh, standards. No. Well, I mean, he, you know, he's a producer on the movie or the TV series. He will be civil, uh, civil, not all the He'll be liable, but not probably criminally. The, I mean, granted, I'm, I'm sure the, the police will be so honest in their investigation, but they said they're still investigating what's happening. Mm-hmm. But, like, there's already civil suits that are mm-hmm. coming out from folks working on the film. It'll all get paid out by insurance. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, it's uh-huh. anybody's going to have insurance for that. Then there's liability insurance that the armorers have, which they push back hard on the armor. Yeah. And mm-hmm. it's one of those things that there's. As long as the the producer or the business has tried to farm out responsibility yeah. for these certain props or pieces yeah. of the film, which they do, that's yeah. why they have the armor yeah, there that handles that yeah. stuff. It'll that turtle roll downhill uh-huh. forever. I mean, it's mm. it's that's the way. Yeah, that it happens, and then they come back and they talk about how that armor had had previous issues, yeah. and people had yeah. walked off the set because of it. Yeah, they bring up their Instagram yeah. pictures. Yeah, mm-hmm. so I. That that sort of thing. When you get into occupational safety, I mean, that the there's all sorts of ways that they're yeah. gonna try to. Well, you know. Yeah, they'll. Uh, Alec Baldwin will keep breathing free air. He'll be back on SNL before you know it. Yeah, yeah. I, I think that's the reason why that he's a, uh, you know protected like he he doesn't have the same sort of justice system you know what i mean like well, that's anybody at that level of fame and wealth i mean i know people in own kind of i mean like heinous like white collar crime and well, they you start talking about this and you look back at the uh, the arbory case you yeah. know what it almost got buried yeah. yeah it, it almost, almost got buried nothing who who raised the flag on that to like get it back the out the video came out I think okay. There's some oh, guys. Wow. The video came out. They then they, they had uh, submitted it to, I guess, exonerate themselves. Yeah. And I think there was there was some like finger pointing between the Michaels and the other dude. Oh, the neighbor. They, they was like they was like, I didn't do shit. I was just filming. And then yeah. his lawyer under his lawyer's direction and released it. And uh, Ooh, but then it really like the it went viral. Or well, whatever. there was yeah. It cost the local uh, prosecutor a job, didn't it? Uh, she had like felony something. She got convicted a week before they did. Mm-hmm. Like her career, her, like she's done. Like because apparently I mean, there the were dad, police officers or uh, judges that uh, yeah. yeah that tried to stifle it as well. Or well, they they knew one of the McMichaels because he had worked in law enforcement. Yeah, the the, the oh, okay the, what DA like state, local prosecutor or whatever was friends with the father because they worked in the same mm-hmm. office together yeah. and. These folks are in cults, dude. Well, like, with part, like, like, they don't like, live in reality yeah. at all, man. Well, what happened was, like, the cops pulled up. They gave, they gave their explanation of what happened, and under Georgia yeah. law, at that time, it was a lawful citizen's arrest. He were lunch for the gun. He had to defend mm-hmm. himself. Cut and dry. By letter right. of the law. Yeah, right. But then, And you're like, giving one side of the story. Yeah, one side of the story, and then... I, th- I don't know if the video came out. Yeah. Well, did they have the video? Did the video like come out? Like, what was the? I don't think. I don't think they turned. I think the video like, got leaked out. Yeah, yeah. to the public. Probably and somebody. That's when everybody's like, somebody in Atlanta finally saw it. Like, uh, like if it went up to a superior court or something, it was like, Ugh. 
Yeah. Good old boy, vigilante I'm, justice. I'm, 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 I'm it looked bad with both verdicts we got that last week. Yeah, like I mean, yeah. Point being, like I think that like the mob justice mentality, those are uh, yeah. those were the three dudes who got convicted. Like they're part of a mob. Yeah. Like that's that's mob justice, just like the 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 folks that have chased Rittenhouse down, like. Like I, I'll th- I think the parents should maybe face some charges with that as far as like yeah, rec- I, don't, I, I don't know how you were, uh, was it uh, reckless endangerment to a minor. Yeah. You need to find out who bought the weapon, why they bought uh, it. it. Was how it was he, he bought that from it was Obama? Strong. Yeah, I knew it. Strong yeah. purchase. Yeah, the, the guy. The it was guy from the uh, Fast and Furious <laughs> <laughs> uh, leaks. Mexico yeah, made okay. it way back. Obama sold it to the cartels. Yeah. And they sold it directly to the yeah. Rittenhouse fan. Yeah. I, mean, I think that there needs to be some sort of responsibility there for Rittenhouse because I, th- there were things that were done. I mean, if, if, if best case scenario, out of extreme just stupidity mm. and yeah. dumbass. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, and there should be some sort of, I think, repercussion. And but but for just out of curiosity, for what though? Like like. Like for like what what further like legally I'm talking about not like like public shaming but like as far as like like what what else the the one thing I could think of is like like I said is like like his parents should probably there should be some investigation there like 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 gave the gun to a yeah. minor like I'm I'm the crosses state lines like thing like I I I don't really have a concern with that like. Myself, just because my stance on guns is like, well, it should be the same. Well, he didn't bring the guns across the lines. He but it. but he's also yeah. like he had family right there, and like we live on a state border, and like like that, like yeah. I get. But like the fact that like a minor was like out there, yeah. like with an AR like fifteen, that the parents were just like, oh, yeah. that's a good decision. Yeah. Like I I think that's a problem. So like that's why I'm curious about like. So if if you carry, if you you see a fire, and you run towards a fire with a gallon of gasoline, yeah. What, what is your oh. expectation? Oh yeah, it was. I mean, there there needs to be some sort of mechanism to prevent people from making a bad situation yeah. worse, and that's. Him being there made a bad situation. Worse. I think the mechanism for that is not allowing lawlessness in, in like your town. So like if the police force would have actually shocker done their fucking job. But we can't take. I mean, you can't all of a sudden. That's almost like. I'm sure things could have been handled better by other people, but I mean, we're talking about this kid that took, you know, a gun into a place he had no place. He had no business being there. Yeah, there's yeah, a lot of what ifs. Yeah, so like that's 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 what like it's, it seems to be like that we agree on is that like you know, what, who are the parents then? Because it's a minor, right? So like he, he's he's been found, you know, he's been acquitted of like the charges as far as like the deaths in these people. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So like the further look into and to prevent it should be like well, like what what did the parents do? Like they were the ones that are responsible for this person. They well, tried. They tried to try him as an adult yeah. for like all this stuff you know and like the the far right will end up making him into a fucking saint you know yeah, the church are, of, church of Kyle Rittenhouse stupid bitch stuff yeah. that, uh, married Marjorie Taylor Green. Green. she's already like wanting to be like an intern and shit yeah. I, th- I think she's a hero for all Georgia <laughs> <laughs> 
What? I'm not serious about that. Do you that. think it'll be like, uh, just say like the OJ case, because I don't know too many cases where he's, you know, say innocent of Dude, the, no. of the uh, criminal murder charges, but then on the civil case, he owed, you know, was found guilty mm-hmm. uh, and owed this, this, and that to the family or whatever. They may find, I think, like, the tort reform in Wisconsin would still, like, put a cap on uh-huh. on that. And I think that's, like, I mean, it's still a big chunk. It's, like, $200,000. Like, I do $1, think the families of Rosenbaum and the other dude are probably going to end up suing the city. Uh-huh. Which, I mean, well, good luck. Yeah. Well, I mean, because, yeah, like, the, the city's supposed to be safeguarding their citizens, and literally they've got shit burning down, yeah. and, like, folks are, like, killing each other in the streets, you know? Like, I'm, I'm, what worries me about all this, dude, is I think culturally what will happen as far as a backlash is that people will become more willing to have, we need more law and order, like, to increase, like... The, yeah. I mean, in some areas, you're gonna you're yeah. gonna have to do that. Like major cities like New York and LA, more bearcats prowling. But the but they're yeah. but okay. Maybe I'm phrasing it poorly. If they're um, we already have requirements that they should meet, and they're not meeting them, right? So like, increasing like law and order, I don't think should be the answer. I think that you should be practicing like law and order you, you to think begin more with. Of, more surveillance type stuff going down is is what you're talking about. Like like they're going to inc- like not like you're begging for it, but as a result of this, maybe they're going to start. I mean, in, like, see, I, may, maybe maybe I think that like that's going to happen anyway. Uh-huh. The technological aspect, I think yeah. that's going to happen anyway. I think we're looking at this through the absolutely the wrong lens because we're looking at this as we're trying to displace blame for basically the decay of our own society that we're all involved in. I mean, this all gets back, and you see a lot of these uh, arguments. I think people just absolutely misunderstand what freedom is, what it means, and somehow they think it comes without responsibility. It doesn't. And we are we are responsible for each other. That's part of freedom is being responsible for each other. Mm-hmm. And it, it's a concept that I think a lot of Americans have completely lost their... Uh, their, uh, you know, perspective yeah. on because I mean we get we're our obligation is, of course, to protect ourselves, but also to work yeah. together to build you know yeah. a society that we all have to live in. Do you think, as, this, is, do you think this is a a symptom of like basically American society on the the downside going? I mean we're all we're we're past the prime. We're coming. We're over the lift hill, for sure. I mean, we're on on the downside of the bottom. (laughs) With the closest kind of analogy to uh, American politics you can make is uh, the worst sort of sports rivalry. Yeah, uh, I think that we're we found ourselves in a real bad spot. <laughs> do, you, do, you, do you think that? Fuck you, boo team. <laughs> yeah. Do you think that's a product of the, uh, or how much of a product of the twenty four hour news cycle to to drive ratings? But well, the same thing with like clickbait headlines because of, you know no, we, the I mean, ad revenue coming in. People and it just aren't, aren't capable of making heads or tails mm-hmm. out of all the information that they're fed. 
people are emotional and they have re- emotional reactions to all of this stuff that is ultimately misguided yeah. by somebody trying to make it all yeah. here. Right. You know, we need to band together there. against the enemy. Yeah. There's always an enemy. Yeah. You know, and it's all it's churchy now with like so many people with so like everything. It shouldn't be Democrats and Republicans. It should be Americans yeah. that might have some different ideas, yeah. but we're all working together for each yeah. other. That's what I mean. We try to. We should be doing. I think. But that's, instead, I it's think it's like, fun. Like you know, at work or whatever. You're beside some guy that's different, or you're friends with somebody that's different from you for whatever reason. Pick one. You know, it's it's fun. Yeah. You know, you're you got a lot of people like. It's what Cole was saying. Like there, there's a lot of people who are trying to be ideologically pure. Yeah. So if you know, Phil was he voted for Biden, I voted for Trump. Yeah. If I was so inclined, I'd take you know, fuck Phil. I, I, I voted for. Uh, I don't like you either. <laughs> yeah. You believe he things are getting bad. hot on this episode? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what was that other guy saying? It wore a boot on his head. Burrito uh, <laughs> uh, Supreme. Barman Supreme. Barman Supreme. <laughs> Everybody yeah. gets a pony. Yeah. <laughs> I think I'm breaking your chair. Oh, that chair's already broken. Yeah. Do you want? Do you want the? Uh, you want the purple pops on? No, one? I'll stand up for a bit. Yeah. He gave you a broken chair as a joke. <laughs> hey, I'll grab, I'll grab it anyway. Time the crash, just right, just kick. Yeah. yeah. But I think that's fun because that's when you get exposed to new stuff, and you either you know you might figure out you like it or you don't. But and it's about a good dialogue. But we've yeah. devolved to the point where you can't even have a dialogue about this crap anymore. Yeah. Well, no, you have to convert or submit, like to like. Whatever ideological stance the other folks are doing mm-hmm. or both sides subscribe to, as bad as the other about it. But like they had something on a on uh, Tim Pool's uh, podcast not too long ago. Um, it may have been the the wild episode that had like Tim Pool, Joe Rogan, Alex Jones, uh, Blair White. Yeah, uh, Blair. She didn't talk much on that one. She talked. Uh, she was there for like two days. She talked a lot on the, the following one. But, I mean, there was like seven people on that episode. What a fucking crazy picture of Blair White sitting next to Alex Jones. <laughs> <laughs> what is Blair White? Blair White is a conservative uh, trans woman. Okay. As far as trans women go, she's, I mean, it, she's, she passes. Uh-huh. So, yeah, fucking. She, ha- she has wheels of approval. <laughs> no. Uh, but she got her. Bailey J. <laughs> she's sitting next to, like, fucking Alex Jones. Fucking whiskey red bloated ass. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'll, I'll let you finish here in a second, Joe. But like, yeah. I'm not trying to kiss your ass or nothing. Yeah, like yeah. That. And, you know, I don't mean to cut Blair off here. Or yeah. Well, you can no, you can sit in my lap anytime you want, Blair. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But <laughs> what did he like? What do you like flipping through his phone one time on air and like there was a picture of like a chicks with dick porno thing on like <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah yeah yes yeah there was. I don't want that guy there. Well, I'll be honest with you, Joe. I, 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 I kind of like the tranny porn. <laughs> but he had, uh, Tim Pool had brought up that, um, that you've got all these different splits, right? And so, like, with a lot of folks in that pay attention to just sort of like, like mainstream politics, they don't really have. Oh, you won't be able to get out of that one. <laughs> oh, it'll hold. It'll hold. How's that one? <laughs> That's my gaming chair. Oh, okay, oh, good. It, it's probably but seen some some use. It it has it has. Um, but uh, that there's all these different splits of reality, 
and that like there are folks that are like just tuned in to like anything that's like it's not TV anymore, but like it would have been like us growing up. It's just like that's all they are. They're just glued to the TV and whatever programming they choose to like. You can be CNN, know, Twitter, whatever, anything. But if they just stay tuned in and like that's quote unquote their truth. It's not the truth. Between echo chambers and confirmation bias, I mean, those both both those things have been weaponized. Oh my god, dude! And how simple. you know, like and how, but. If you're if you're able to like see through that hustle and like that marketing that's that's used like as ideological marketing, it doesn't matter what product they're selling anymore. Like you, you have folks now getting outraged because it, it shows a, a gay Santa like Santa like like kissing another dude. It could yeah. be it could be selling rental cars. It could be selling bananas. It could be selling like like anything. You know what I mean? Like it's it's just a way to just it's. Like you're saying, like the clickbaity stuff. Well, there's now the, the corporations feel there's a big enough market in those communities that they can have, like in a, in a Christmas commercial for Hershey's chocolate, two men hugging each other with an adopted child or whatever. Yeah, and then and I think overall that's a, that's a good thing for society in general. You know what I mean? Right. That. Yeah, I'm sure it feels good to be included. Yeah. Uh, when you you know when you see a, a commercial or something like that and you're like oh then yeah. those people look like me for once just yeah. buy some chocolate yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah just yeah yeah just give us a couple dollars and you have hardline conservatives that are like see they're trying to ruin the holiday yeah. look at that K mafia K mafia well they don't want Jesus in Christmas but they'll have gay Santa right yeah, I remember hell's bells y'all. <laughs> I thought it was for like uh, little Nell Nas X like did the uh, the song with him like twerking on the devil. Mm-hmm. Like I follow a very large swath on my Twitter, and like there was a certain line of thinking that like little Nas X was a Satanist and he was trying to ruin children because he sang a cowboy song. Now he's trying to fuck fuck <laughs> Satan, and he's like sliding down a stripper pole to hell. Like it's. It was. It, I thought it was hilarious. But I think it's the same same thing. He's doing the most extreme thing they can think of to get clicks and views and downloads and whatever else. Cause yeah, how many know, songs does Lil Nas X have? Like two, two. or three? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, oh, see, but I would never, I would never even know about him. You know me. Yeah. The music I listen to, I would never know about SoundCloud rapper. But he five one two. Yeah, he just put out a new form. metal band. Yeah, Montanero six one three. It's okay. I'll listen to probably half of it. It's okay. But I mean, to that point, he just put out his first album. He's been relevant since what twenty eighteen, twenty nineteen, three or four years. Yeah. You know what I? You know what I mean? Like, well, let's talk about disappointing albums. Let us. Adele let's bomb everybody out. Thirty. Is it bad? It's awful. Really? It's awful. She's because she's happy. Thirty. No, she divorced. Damn. That's why she's happy. Or is she? I don't know. Sounds sad to me. <laughs> <laughs> I was really disappointed. I was also disappointed with Casey Musgraves' latest album. Do you think, like, the thing with Adele, like, she took too long of a break? I think, no. I think that she injured her, her voice on her last tour and she wanted to build an album that was easier to sing. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Frank Zappa did that, which I know he, he's pretty comparable to Adele. Yeah. You know, <laughs> the very similar <laughs> vocal style. <laughs> Check out the crazy girls who was go. Who's there? Frank Zappa. 
It's like the weird Bob Dylan. But um, he had a, a show in 1977 or 78. I may be way off on that. But somebody threw like a beer can at him on stage, hit him in the head, and he fell off and cracked his throat. Like whenever he like fell down, I guess he fell like on the barricade itself. Uh-huh. But it lowered his voice a third, hmm. like like as like as far as like how high he could sing. So like he had to tailor all of his music. Granted, like Adele sings twenty times better than Frank Zappa, <laughs> but like he had to start tailoring his uh, his music for that. So I wonder if. Uh, if that'll be a permanent like effect on her voice, or I don't know, and, and that's just you know me, you know, just guessing what was going on. But it, I don't know. I used to like twenty five was really like, just really explosive vocals, you know, really. I thought it was a fantastic. I thought it was a fantastic yeah. album, and then to follow it up with this, I mean, the bar was very very high, and then she tried mm-hmm. to do some things stylistically that I think are a little different, and overall. I was pretty disappointed that Meredith said she had to stop listening after the fourth track. (laughs) (laughs) Man, I haven't listened to much much new music here in the past couple of uh, months. Or you work on like projects, you just sort of, like that's all I listen to. I'm kind of like a music rut. Like I can't find anything that... Don't worry, my new stuff's coming out. Yeah, thank God. The tri-spell will be over. (laughs) But I can't find anything that I, I really enjoy listening to, so a lot of times I just I'll ride in silence. You ever yeah. listen to a uh, Space Slug? What? Yeah. I highly recommend Space Slug. Space Slug. Space Slug. Oh man. Is that band that mean uh, Colt told you about last time? The uh, Mr. Bungle. Not Mr. Bungle. The fucking broke music with the metal with blast beats. Oh, Igor. Igor. Igor? No. Oh my god, that shit's fucking dope, dude. Yeah. You ever heard that before, Phil? It's like Igor with three R's. Like Igor. <laughs> All the time. Like broke area, like orchestral music with like <coughs> techno and like like blast beats, blast beats and like opera singers and, and gothic singing and crazy. chanting. It's everywhere. Like really, their last album was Spirituality and Distortion. Yep. Like that's like cool. That's a cool fucking album. There's so many like different like no track sounds the same. No, uh, they've no. got like one. They got like uh, the, I can't remember the name of the track of, uh, that I, I discovered them all. Massive with. Himalayan Ritual is my favorite off. Yeah, of, that's uh, my favorite one. Then there's like uh, Camel Music, which is like mm-hmm. it's like like Egyptian music, but like metal. It's weird. Hmm. And then they got another one. They have a Corpse Grinder. Uh, kind of song's called Parappa, and it's like they have the guy from from Corpse Grinder singing over it. It's Fucking super good. <clears throat> yeah, the first... I forget what the... I think the first song I heard by them is... Their song titles are weird. I don't even think a lot of them are even in English. Um, or they may not even be in any language. Maybe like a cigarose thing. You know, where it's Yeah, just, their own language. Yeah. That shit's fucking cool. But, um... Yeah. Oh, my God. Uh, I-U-D. Or it's like... I-U-D yeah. Is like how it looks, but... It just starts off with this guy like a harpsichord and he's <laughs> like singing like, you know, opera act like that. And then like about two measures in, 
the really loud singing just starts turning into screaming. Like he's just like, <sighs> and holding his nose, it's like, holy shit. And then like, like shit drops in, like electronically. I like the some of the uh, effects they'll do. You know, like a, it'll have like a like a ping effect, right? You know, like you can almost picture it, like bing, 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 yeah, bing, 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 yeah. You know, like carry off. Like they'll have that like sometimes on like like the drums as well, where the the beats that are going in are like if it's humanly possible, this guy like must have listened to Joey Jordanson's like records on double speed or something mm-hmm. and learned how to do it. Or they're like quad pedals or something. Yeah. But like it's it's just like like incredibly well timed. Uh, like Beach House just put out a new album. But they're doing it in uh, fourths. So they're put out like four or five songs on a vinyl right now, this month. Next month, they're doing the same thing over a span of four months. Beach House is like a uh, poppy synth type band, real airy vocals. It's a girl from, I think, it's a girl and she plays keyboard. The guy plays guitar. Uh, I think, I want to say they're from France or something, but it, it's great. I really like them. We've seen them a couple times. You guys uh, heard the new Limp Biscuit album? I heard a, I heard probably eighty percent of it, and I like I enjoyed it. It was not bad. Like you said, it feels like it's, it kind of reminded me of a uh, MSI, like quick songs, like they're almost not finished. Yeah, like you were talking about, but they weren't. Oh, it's still Limp Biscuit. They didn't change. <laughs> So it's like Westmoreland still playing well. Yeah, yeah. It's like here's the music. Here's what we like. It, Here you go. It sounds like a bunch of unfinished ideas. <clears throat> it's then they probably could have trimmed it down to be like an EP because there's like like three or four like acoustic songs yeah. where it's like yeah, what the fuck is this, fellas? We're trying to trying to listen to Limp Biscuits. Yeah. <laughs> but after twenty years or whatever, it's not. It's not bad. It, it's not, but I wish they would. Like done more. It's like, bro, you guys got a DJ and whatnot. It's yeah. like another acoustic number. And yeah. Well, have you like, listened to Red Taylor's version? No, that's genius. That to get that's to pull that's her right Very back? genius. I yeah. That's an interesting yeah. Movie. What? Taylor Swift is re-recording her old music. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. She lost the rights to it. Got sold out from underneath yeah. her. So now she's re-recording oh. them because she has rights to do that. And then yeah. I wonder if yeah, she got the idea because Ryan Adams did her album 1984 or whatever and I was like well, I'm Ryan Adams and here's my version of Taylor Swift's 1984 album and I wonder if that's how she got the idea I don't sure. I don't know but they were pretty He, I want to say he did his and then two years later now she's done uh, hers I think that's awesome but that's I think it's great you don't want to pay me or you don't want to release this or that then I'll do my own thing well no like like yeah especially like whenever you um like you created, like she, you know, she wrote those songs. Yes, yeah. yeah. You know she don't I have mean? a team behind her of forty people writing and all that mess. No, she she has a she has a team of folks like yeah. helping her image and yeah. making sure her records sound pristine yeah. for sure. Like she's, she's got a, fucking yeah. money. She's yeah. a good songwriter. Yeah, yeah. yeah like all that. Yeah, like I like Taylor Swift, man. Like she's written some fucking like bangers. A, Blank space. Like I like that song. Yeah. <laughs> you were saying, don't mind my dancing, Will. I didn't mean to interrupt. I have like a lot of respect. Like she came from the country space, but like I, but that that space is like literally ate up with like oh god voices buying 
songs from like songwriters and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. That's that whole industry is like no no one writes their own shit, but the people who do write their own shit I really, really respect. Like Brad yeah. Paisley or, writes all his own songs. Or Sturgill. Sturgill. Um fucking Jason Isbell, yeah, Kyle Childers. Isabel makes some nice. Chris stuff. Stapleton. Chris Stapleton. He, he, he was actually a songwriter in Nashville. Like that's what. He, that's how he got known in Nashville. Who was her songwriter? Who's the other guy? Uh, first time I heard by him was Cry. It's like oh, a, I don't know. It's like a country singer. It doesn't matter. <laughs> now, I'm curious. You got to remember now. It was just a sad, like soul, like uh, country. Kind of song, you know, like soul country, where they're like they'll do like the wailey warbly stuff with the voice, like cry. I think that one, my probably Chris Stapleton. It may have been Chris Stapleton. <clears throat> that motherfucking sing. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you're thinking Aerosmith crying, <laughs> <laughs> dude. I grew up on Aerosmith. I, I love some Aerosmith. It's uh, it, I think you're talking about the song Chris Stapleton did with uh, Justin Timberlake. Mm-mm. That's Cry Me a River. No, no, no. Damn just do it so I've been living. Yeah, all that music sounds like it's pulled out of the same pot. <coughs> all the all the new country. Oh, stadium radio country. Man, I can't do it. That's, was, uh, that's why I like Sturgill Simpson's records because they sound like they're alternative records. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. they're the way they're mixed and like everything, yeah. like it's the first time I heard, uh, was it, uh, well, he's got Welcome to Earth as like the first song. Sailor's Guide to Earth. Sailor's Guide to Earth, yeah. Like, holy yeah. shit, man. I like metamodern sounds in yeah. country. And he's None of his albums, every album is fucking different. Like the yeah. first album is a straight up country bluegrass yeah, country, sound. Yeah. Then he's got metamodern metamod- yeah. sounds, country music, which is like this very trippy, hippie, like country music bluesy type thing well crescendo is like it doesn't get heavy until the very last song he brings the horns yeah. out with it and yeah. like like god man it just yeah. like makes you like like want to f- yeah. it's like psychosocial by Slipknot makes you just want to like poke <laughs> your fist and stamp your foot like and then you got Sailor's God to Earth is like this kind of like really jazzy like country blues type album yeah. that one's an ode to a son I think yeah it's mm-hmm. like you were York Forest son uh-huh. And then you have the one of that one, a Ronin, which is like this fucking like, like almost a rock, almost yeah, a rock yeah, like a it's got the car on the cover yeah. of it, yeah. And yeah. This last one, the Ballad of Doodle One, is a straight up like Oh Brother Where Art Thou style like uh, That's bluegrass a, ballad. Ode to his granddad and grandma. I, I guess so. It is fucking. I, mm. it, it's it's short. Like I was so mad that it was short, but it was so good. Mm-hmm. But I really like listening to this week. It's it's actually perfect. It yeah, tells it's a, a story. It's a concept album it's for good, sure. It's fucking great. You said it's like less than half an hour. Yeah, like, it's like twenty. I can go pick up a load of hay, take it to the cow pasture, and go back, and that's about about a little little less, little more, little less thirty minutes, and then it'll play all the way through. But there's a lot going on. Yeah, like you, you listen to it. Yeah, yeah, there's a lot going on in that little yeah. bit of time. Like you can almost adapt it to like a movie, and it would be like probably be a good damn movie. Yeah. And apparently he's, he's gonna do he's doing one more album and that's it he's done yeah for now well then you have the the cut grass <laughs> albums like where he does he go, goes back and covers all his songs in like bluegrass mm-hmm. that's real fucking good that's cool <laughs> I like I like the uh, I don't know after a while with like bluegrass or like acoustic music I'm like alright does anybody have anything with electricity in it yeah like 
because there's just something about like low vibration and like like distortion and like like a snare being hit like like heavy like like there's like sounds that like I react to and that like I, I enjoy and then like a lot of like bluegrass is just sort of just like hey it's just daytime man we're just out here yeah vibing around yeah, yeah which is good. which is cool we're having a good afternoon but it's it's kind of like like really like. It can yeah, be very samey at times. Well, like kind of like really aggressive music, where it's like, so you guys, you guys don't write about space at all or anything to <laughs> <Yeah>. like <laughs> yeah. change the atmospherics. It's just like you know, like hate breed. You know, <laughs> 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 guess you just got the Thrasher font. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys, we're here to tell you that you don't need drugs. To yeah. go and fist fight people with your friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Christ saves. Yeah. Go vegan. <laughs> this next song is called Skull Torture. I want to see everybody's hands in the air. Yeah. <laughs> One, two, three. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're like a fucking old band. Man. They're still going after it. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Dang. Man, that's got to get tiring. It's crazy. Finn, uh, uh, Finn McKenty had a, a video, I think today or yesterday. He was talking about like the Grammy nominations and like like just kind of like how sad it was that like almost all of the rock and metal nominees are like bands that have been in 20, 30 plus years. Yeah, it's like yeah. ACDC, yeah. Deftones, Mastodon. That's like yeah. I mean, I love. I haven't listened to Mastodon's new. Uh, New album yet? Their uh, their double album. Yeah, but man. I like Mastodon. I just can't. I like after Blood and Thunder, I just really couldn't listen to them. Unfortunately, I'm, I'm, you mean I'm Leviathan? Like, yeah, Leviathan. I don't. I always call Blood and Thunder for some fucking reason. I don't like anything after Leviathan. Oh my god. I also have a problem. Like I don't have. I don't make time to sit down like like listen to music. It's usually I'm in a tractor. I'm driving down the road. With my fucking wore out muddy tire going whoa whoa whoa, whoa. <laughs> so I can't hear shit. So I just put on something I know I know I know the, I know what it is. I l- listen nowadays to like a lot of classical. Like I like I like that because it'll it'll, uh, it'll tingle my ears differently because mm-hmm. it, it'll hit all these different notes and I'll put different colors in my brain. Like when I listen to it, versus like you know like. Like pop songs or you know Western music, it's for the most part it's pretty like structured, yeah. you know, and like a lot of like like the avant garde Western stuff where it's like you know we've we've got ten minutes of static yeah. and it builds a crescendos and it tells a story softly, but it only it only works if you listen to it reversed or some like like artsy shit where it's like yeah that's cool yeah. I don't want like you got acid that we're gonna eat before yeah. like we listen to this or something. Yeah. Yeah, speaking of that, there's a guy, uh, an electronic guy. Uh, <laughs> speaking of that, yeah, drops uh, ass. Yeah, uh, John, a guy named John Hawkins, like the hospital or the school, or whatever. But he just released an album. I guess he recorded it some time ago. It's called Music for Psychedelic Therapy. But he want, he recorded it in a cave in Ecuador, but just got around to uh, mixing it and putting it out. Um, pretty neat. Is I it, hadn't listened to all of it. Is it like drums and tones? And- no. It Well, this one's more, his other stuff is more beep boop. 
you know, we're going for it. And then this one's a little bit of ambient, you know, tone buildup. But like I said, I've only listened to like the first three songs. And it seems like through those first three, it's kind of building up over the album. And then my peak and then, and then come down sort of deal. So I'm looking forward to listening to some more of it. I just miss listening to Eminem while we watched uh, Muppet Babies on mute. <laughs> Grover dancing. <laughs> that's the beat that drop. Was so funny. <laughs> that was we, so funny. We would we would do that a lot in a in a Jersey, but I mean we we would take drugs, but uh, so we would take like you know mushrooms or uh-huh. acid and mute the uh, the TV yeah. and put on like uh, like concept albums yeah. and then see where they would like sync up and yeah. whatnot. Is 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 fun stuff. We did uh we did the Mars Volta with Aladdin. Uh-huh. But it was weird because in in the crickets part the it was like the genie cuz it's like 4 minutes of crickets on yeah. like uh, Francis the Mute. Yeah, okay. It's the genie song. So there's all this like flamboyant <laughs> stuff going on. Yeah. And like the whole record is like, you know, like yeah. like really intense and whatnot. And then four minutes of crickets as like perfectly timed up is like what <laughs> <laughs> what it just feels like like we should be turning the T V yeah. on to like listening yeah. to it or whatnot. But we did um <coughs> we did um also, uh, uh, Alice in Wonderland with um, uh, Dark Side of the Moon. Uh-huh. And we did, uh, to fill the time gap, we did Pink, uh, Pink Floyd, Dark Side of the Moon, then did Flaming Lips, mm-hmm. Dark Side of the Moon, and then Pink Floyd again. We did Queens of the Stone Age with uh, Little Nemo. Not Finding Nemo, but Lil Nemo, Adventures in Slumberland. It's oh, this man. obscure 80s yeah. or 90s uh, animated feature that's this Dang. kid with a flying bed. Yeah. And, uh, they had a little video game, I want to say, on Nintendo for that. I think so. And You, could, you know they're you doing a uh, HD remaster of the Aladdin, Lion King, and one other video game from the 90s? Okay. Like the, the old, like, the, it's Lion the Lion King game. That game yeah. was tough. Yeah. They're, doing, they're not doing HD remasters of okay. those games. Like open, open world Lion King. Yeah. Maul the antelope yeah, for yeah. XP. Yeah. <laughs> Six, five antelope skins. Brought to you by Nature is Metal. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, like, uh, scene where, like, like, things would, like, sync up, especially, like, um, like, a psychedelic experience, like, Anytime something like syncs up, it's like like really like like oh my god, this is meaningful. It's probably yeah. not. But yeah. <laughs> your brain is just like so. You just take like, a picture of your hand. You're like they're oh. breaking the fourth wall. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've never seen Aladdin in the sixth dimension before. This is fucking weird. But uh, we did uh, Tools Anima with um, Sleeping Beauty, and I had uh, accidentally left uh, my iPod on. Uh, on a shuffle. Oh no! So we're in the we're in the basement, and there's there's like six or seven of us, just just a bunch of dudes just tripping, hanging out in a dark basement. We got a projector and a, a sheet hung up. Yeah, and uh, you know the sound going, and it you know it's we're they're deciding like where we should uh, start or whatnot, like on the title card or after the titles are done. So we have a. Uh, we have previews going right because it's a Disney Plus DVD. Uh-huh. So, or uh, I don't know if it's Disney Plus. 
I'm just saying. But uh, so it's like you know, play with all this extra content. Yeah, you know, so yeah. it's got like a preview for Airbud. So we've got oh, King. Hell yeah. We've got King Crimson on yeah. as a as like the intro music. Yeah. So it's like this really regal, like epic yeah. sounding music as puppies flying <laughs> through space. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Airbud. Yeah. Airbud. <laughs> I think it was like Airbud three, like who the puppies in space. Went to like a pitch meeting and was like, all right, listen, everybody loves golden retrievers, right? <laughs> and the fucking white young like, yeah, I fucking love them. Yeah, you hope that was fucking mine. Yeah, hi, hi. We had this dog who's a golden retriever now. Right? He plays basketball. Go He's on, really good. Don't That's it. I'll tell you, a fucking genius. <laughs> <laughs> You ever seen oh God! Okay, okay, okay. We gotta get a human in, right? Yeah. <laughs> we'll, get a, we'll, we'll get a little white kid because those are like everybody loves white kids. All right, all right. Have you seen the Santa Buddies? They're like what? a it's like a bunch of puppies. No. I saw it at Dollar General. It was like a you know direct to Dollar General DVD. It's <laughs> got Santa Buddies, and it's all the uh, same thing as Airbud. I'm guessing I never saw it, but I was like, oh, Santa Buddies. <laughs> it's like five little. Golden Retriever puppies. I don't even know if they talk or if they just film them walking around like uh, Milo and Ovis. I don't know about you guys. I, don't, I want my animals to talk in <laughs> oh, Have you guys seen Pup Star? Ooh, no. I, I, I missed that one. <laughs> I have. <laughs> How is it? It's... My dog loves it. Yeah. Three out of five barks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> about a Pop Star Yorkie. Oh, okay. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, but then there's a pit bull henchman that tries to Ooh. install another edgier Ooh. Yorkie off the streets <laughs> to uh, sounds incredible steal her identity. It's, it's do they talk riveting? Are they do they look? No, it, no. Does their mouth move or yes. they just look? Yep, it's the whole deal. Oh. Hell yeah! <laughs> Hell <laughs> yeah! Scary. They're improving the deep fake technology. <laughs> Speaking of that, have you guys seen the um, the South Park deepfake? Mm-mm. We've got to watch that. So right. we, we, we'll watch it the day before. All right. But uh, apparently they built a studio. Before the pandemic hit, they were planning on doing a deepfake movie. Uh-huh. And, uh, well, pandemic hit. Everything got put on pause, but they did a couple of uh, shorts on uh, YouTube. Uh-huh. And... Uh, it's phenomenal. Fantastic. Is it, it the Home Alone with Frank Stallone? No. Deep fake? No. This it has Mark Zuckerberg in it. Yeah. Um, it has uh, it Trump, Trump in it. It has it, it's it's real good. Uh huh. They they the ones I've seen, some are very mm. indistinguishable from reality. And if I was an older person, I would not be able to no, tell. That's why you need to watch this, is because this is so good. Yeah. Like. Well, it makes you. It makes What's you a go, woman from uh, the Sound of Music? What's it, Julie Andrews? Yeah. At one point, they have Julie Andrews there. Oh, that's so like, awesome! They could get her. Yeah, yeah I know. <laughs> yeah, but it sounds just like her. It looks yeah. just like her. It, it's it, there's no clipping around the face anymore. No. The voice sounds. Uh, it makes you not trust anything. Well, the scary thing is like that now. They, through machine learning, they can like replicate people's voices. Yeah. To a team. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of fucking scary. The ones I've seen, like. Uh, the the best ones have been of Trump, and it's it's incredible what they're doing. It just makes it makes me wonder. I don't know about anybody else. I think that uh, it would not surprise me in the slightest. Granted, I'm a little out here. Here we go. <laughs> but if 
A lot of the footage we see of famous politicians, celebrities, they're not even real. Yeah. Like, either they can use CGI, they can use makeup effects. Mm -hmm. And in some weird case, we've talked about this uh, before, where it's like, is that a robot? Like, an automatron? Like, that is just, like, stuck. You've seen the earpieces. Yeah. uh, Like, with Biden, the weird earpiece, the molded earpiece, whether it's just an earpiece and they're trying to cover it up so people don't talk. Fuck, he's 78 years old. Why wouldn't he need a uh, hearing aid? Why would (laughs) you just put it in there? But there, it's weird that his ear hole's gone, or it's squared off, or like when he froze up, you know, the other day on the like he's the like he pose game yeah. games do. Yeah, he's yeah. on the Anderson Cooper or whatever, and he like just freezes up like he's up leaning up on a podium. It's like is he rebooting right now? Maybe he had just a real wicked gas pack. Well, he did. <laughs> yeah, he did shit himself in, at the Vatican allegedly. <laughs> they wiped my butt. <laughs> Listen here, fat. Yeah, they wiped my butt. Yeah. Um, Tell the fuck about Satchel Page. It's like, what? <laughs> it was in the British tabloids that uh, apparently met Prince Charles and whatever that like his wife's name is. He like let out a big ass fart, and, that, and that's all she was talking about the whole weekend. How like farting. <laughs> oh man, allegedly. Charles, I can't believe you even. Sn- did you not smell it? Take this as for a deep fake. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's like hey, you can't deep fake that. Yeah. Like, like he's, he was going to meet with uh, he was going to meet with Putin and sort some things out. And we were like, yeah, I'm sure Putin's fucking shit his drawers <laughs> as well. Very emptily. You just wait till till his till his bosses yeah. hear from my bosses yeah. about this. <laughs> It's like, oh, God, man. Joe Biden's in the back. No, Bill, I mean, uh, Joe, you can't say that out loud. Yeah. <laughs> There's been, like, like spouses behind the, the throne, so to speak, like, like before. I mean, like, Eleanor Roosevelt, like, obviously had pull over, like, uh, Franklin. Yeah. Then uh, it was a Woodrow Wilson. Like, after he got reelected, he got reelected because Teddy Roosevelt decided to run third party. Uh-huh. And he split the ticket with uh, William Taft. Uh-huh. And I think it was Taft was running. Maybe it was somebody else. But then, like, Woodrow Wilson became, like, mentally incompetent to uh-huh. do it. So, like, right. his, his staff and his family are just like, uh, well, I guess we'll call the shots. Yeah. But nowadays... You can have again, like you can have like CGI and like he looks different sometimes. He always. Looks I'm gonna feed this fire. He looks. <laughs> <laughs> he looks. He looks. Yes. <laughs> he looks different sometimes, man. <clears throat> it's like is this an old speech? Is this from last week? You know, having a, a family member who is like in the middle stages of having like dementia and basically death. It's rough. It's yeah. Well, yeah, but like you could you some days they're pretty cogent and they got it together and yeah. then some days like if they miss twelve hours of sleep that he gets every day, he like he's he, he does capacity is diminished. Yeah. So Yeah. And that that job ages people and I don't see how the fuck he keeps up with it. I don't know how much he's actually doing. Like he he's not <laughs> doing the Reagan, Clinton, Obama, you know, Bush. He's not out there every day going uh 
Trump, you know, all those guys, they were still out there every day doing whatever the fuck they do, flying around, showboating, meeting, <laughs> you know, campaigning for the next conferences, election. Yeah. Look at me. Yeah. But all at, that. Any, at any given time, the president only does so much. Yeah. And he's yeah. the figurehead. Yeah. But I mean, he has a cabinet. cabinet. Yeah. I, th- I think I think this administration, coupled with the last couple administrations, yeah. kind of has been like just sort of deteriorating the veil of like all the political theater for again folks living in like this reality where like you're able to like well, pick up pick apart like, ideas yeah. and perspectives. Yeah, the internet plays a large part in that because you know in the '90s like they could do a gaffe on you know let's say it's '95. Biden makes one of those fucking famous gaffes about spaghetti and stocking shells or whatever. Like, yeah. there's no, there's no YouTube or TikTok. Or there, yeah, there's Instagram. no guy beside him in the corner with a phone yeah. holding up. It, it goes, it goes away. Now, if you fuck up, it's on the internet permanently, and no matter what, how much of a whack a mole Google and all the the techies want to do, they can't get rid of it. It's out there. Well, remember, like the the first Gulf War. 91, you know, you would only see footage at night, and it was that night vision. Everything was kind of green and black, and that's all you got. Yeah. But, like, with uh, the past few conflicts, pick one in the Middle East, you got people actively fighting, and they've got a GoPro on their helmet, and it doesn't matter if they're Syrian or Afghani or American soldier. Like, you're getting all sorts of uh, real footage out there, high-definition and it's coming back over. Like you see all sorts of shit. You didn't get to see the 18 Warthog blow up a whole entire village in a strafe. Uh-huh. Like, there's, there's a whole series on YouTube dedicated to that. Mm-hmm. And they're amazing. So, I mean, the point I'm trying to make is like, you can't, like, things can't be memory hold as effective as they used to be. Because, like, everybody's watching. Like, like Judd said, like, everybody has a fucking phone. There are so many media apps and social media apps to yeah. keep it on there. And, like, yeah, they can take yeah. it down this page. 30 other pages have it. So does the Russian and Chinese troll farms have it. Yeah. So like it's, it, it goes places. So like, like once it, it hits a server, like just yeah. because the app deletes your connectivity to where it's at on their server doesn't mean it's off their server. No. You know, um, that's they had tried um, bass backwards around, but like um, years ago, charges came against Infowars and Alex Jones because they raided their computers and they found in the email server. Uh, links to uh, child porn. Yeah. Well, like, and so, like, you know, they run this new story of, you know, like, like, like child porn found on Alex Jones' uh, 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 emails. What it was, they were unopened emails that were in a deleted items folder that just hadn't been purged off of the server uh-huh. before. Yeah. And that, that were that, mo- that were most likely sent, well, or sent, like, as, yeah, like, to it's, trap them. As bait. Yeah. Well, that, that also speaks to another problem with like media journals like the 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 first hit of news is always bigger than the fucking retraction. Oh yeah. yeah. And that's that's one of the that's the big problem going forward is like they get out and get it wrong for like the red house cases is well, in certain things like politics now a retraction even in the face of truth is seen as a weakness. Yeah. So. Yeah. Or they don't nobody believes the retraction. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or, or, or whatever. Pick, they, pick they don't want to. They don't want to listen to. It. They don't yeah. want because it involves changing yeah. a position. So yeah. like, and like, I, like I started noticing that a lot with like, like Trump, where it's like I don't, I don't like the yeah. guy. Yeah, you know, like they're all criminals. You know yeah. what I mean? But like, like the thing, like the very fine people argument is like yeah. when you watch the whole clip, 
he says and reiterates again, he's not talking about the neo-Nazis and the white supremacists. He was talking about the folks out there earlier in the day. Mm-hmm. And people would still, like, even at, like, some of the debates, they were pulling that up as yeah. data. Like, he said they were very fine people. Yeah. It's like, that's an outright lie. Yeah. Like, like and, like, like not to, like, you know. The doubling down on stuff like really is what bothers me. Well, well yeah, because, yeah, because it's like when you're confronted with new information, you, you, you have to take it in consideration that you might be wrong or misled yeah. Or lied to about something, you know? And at the same time, you're dealing with somebody that notoriously, I mean, tries to create his own reality. He oh, thinks yeah. that you say it enough, and that's what it is. Oh, yeah. oh no no I doubt. Mean, he's a, he's, a, he's a narcissist. And he, like, he likes to go, he, he's playing the, the fan base, like he's mm-hmm. playing the crowd, he loves it. And he's just goading, you know, mm-hmm. what's, what's going to get a reaction, what's going to get a cheer. Yeah, well, because it, it worked for him the first time yeah. around. But then it's like, yeah. all right. Now what you going to do? Yeah. Now you've essentially got, like, like folks gearing up on the fringe to be like, well, we're, it's right time for war. Like, it's time for war. It's like, yeah, we're trying to keep the car on the road. Yeah. You know? Like, literally, I've got to make it to work in the morning, okay? <laughs> and the next morning until, <laughs> until I can't make it to work anymore. The banks and the uh, big corporations, yeah. they're still going to be here after we're yeah. all dead. Yeah. So I got bills to pay. Yeah, like it kind of goes to like talking about uh, earlier with um, talking about uh, responsibility with freedom and like how it's playing the culture uh, nationally. I, I think if you just sort of look at like how's your town doing, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like like how how is your community and your town doing? Because if it's if it's not looking like a place like. Kenosha or Minneapolis in in the face of controversy like this like Valdosta's had like controversies with the fucking law and the cops and like race and things of this nature before they have a real problem in the certain communities like there's been like a lot of shootings of like young men under 25 mm-hmm. and like having somebody that works in healthcare like it's like at least twice a week somebody comes in with gunshots is it uh just like Gang stuff is over drugs yeah, or stuff, yeah, stuff like that. It's like I don't think anything's really being done about it mm. to, to try to stop it. No, because I think that there's a high percent of criminality and criminal organizations that are in law enforcement, like because they 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 work hand in hand with each other. You know, like I mean, historically speaking, like you have a strong criminal like underworld. Those they do impose. Like a uh, influence on local police. <clears throat> Not everybody's, you know, a white hat. Like, I mean, if he takes, I mean, a fucking cop only makes at most thirty five thousand dollars a year. Like, which is not bad money, but like you're, you could to walk up to a fucking car and have somebody shoot you, or have somebody's have a judge's wife cuss you out because you pulled her over. That type of thing. Mm-hmm. Like, you guess somebody going to, hey, I'll give you 30 grand on the table if you just don't go to this neighborhood. That, yeah. You know what I mean? Right now. Yeah. Like, I'll give you 30 grand yeah. right now. You yeah. know, like. Yeah, you can work at Target, <laughs> Target for the same pay. Well, I mean, plus, if you look at, like, just, like, how drugs have been targeted within, you know, communities, a lot of it is just funneled through, like, you know, intelligence agencies anyway. You know, like, like feeding uh, cocaine to certain communities. Yeah. And then you know, the crack, crack epidemic hits. Crack was a white person's drug yeah, back in the day. Is, uh, and then all of a sudden it found its... Because it was cocaine. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean? Like, 
So inner inner uh, city ghettos where most people there are poor, government dependent. They don't have the the luxury for money for cocaine, but you introduce like like crack to them. You know what I mean? And it's introduced to those communities I mean, to keep a them. Soda and baby laxative. But I mean, yeah, like they they cut it down, but like it's still just like as dangerous. You know what I mean? Like it's. But you're right. Like you know, it all starts like in your community, and then it branches out. Whatever change you want to happen, I guess. There's there's a there's a reason that like a lot of meth heads live isolated in the country, and it's not just because so they can do their business. It's because people won't tolerate that shit around yeah. them. You know, like yeah, nothing good comes from that stuff. Mm-mm, man, that shit's fucking poison. I what I would like to see as far as like reform and shit within like our our drug laws and how policies enforced is. That like uh, I think anything that is found in nature, readily available, should should not be classified as a drug. So what you were, your argument would be like uh, you can import coca leaves to chew on or make tea out of, but you can't take coca and turn it into cocaine. That, that's your argument, right? Because well, it's not readily available in nature in the processed form as far as it's. Yeah, so I'm saying like like down those those countries like they just take wads of coca leaves and chew on them yeah. it's like a mild stimulant but like when you take the cocaine you process it like you basically extract it and concentrate it I, I, th- I think that what we've seen with like the war on drugs is that one it never ends it like it, 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 a war on variable right mm-hmm. when you don't have something that can surrender or conquer you then the war never ends like it, it's just always going to be there so I think there are absolutely dangerous things that like we should stop like fentanyl. That's fucking dangerous, dude. They're now starting to find uh, marijuana that's got fentanylized in it. Uh, no doubt. I think there are also probably some organizations that are putting putting it there fentanyl get, in it purposely to create to to, to whoever is making fentanyl that isn't doing that uh-huh. to bring them down. Well, one of the other things like that that Chess, some people you know. think that like because you have different cartels pushing marijuana across the border, right? They think that it's like them, like dosing certain bricks or whatever. This came from this cartel. You want you don't buy. It's like kind of like, um, yeah, that's chess. It's yeah. warfare. Yeah. yeah, warfare. Yeah, trade war, economic warfare. Phantom, yeah. Phantom Menace. Yeah, episode one. So, I I think if you plus like like things that are like like folks being busted for like pot. Or psychedelics, you know, like these these things are readily available in nature. Like you can take a mushroom right out of the fucking ground, <laughs> like right out of the cow shit, you know. Yeah, yeah. Like <laughs> so, like there's no victim that's that's there, and the criminal can't like also be the victim. I guess maybe in suicide, what are they going to do? Arrest you for premeditated murder? You know what I mean? Like apparently there's a Republican senator senator that uh put forth her bill to delight legalize marijuana at the federal level. It probably won't go anywhere. I that's a start. Not until I'd, they tax it because they're they're all ta- all the states are taking those steps, same as Georgia, to figure out okay, here's how we you know categorize. Keep everything labeled and all that, where we can maximize the tax. Yeah, like I, Florida, I, like they they did, the, they've gone the medical route. Like you get a card, mm-hmm. you get a headshot. But like yeah. there was something talking about like it, it was on. I was watching news over yeah. the parents. Like, there's something like 
there are more like weed startups and weed shops in Florida than like in California and in Colorado. Mm. Like, and they're talking these are like Apple store style weed stores. You walk yeah. in, there's like a, a butt expert yeah. with a nice fucking get up on and everything. It's yeah. all like beautifully done and designed yeah. and stuff. I've got a, a couple of uh, pals at the, I think they worked for a company, True Leaf. Yes, that's one of the, the big ones down there. Mm-hmm. They they say it's a, like a great place to work for. Like yeah. they they treat the people well. Like, like iced tea. Like, like oh, it's pure leaf. <laughs> I enjoy my sweet tea. <laughs> <laughs> but but yeah, like I think I think like that that's how like things should be like like classified as far as like drug law. So like cocaine, like like yeah, it comes from a tea leaf. Mm-hmm. Like it like a picture of tea isn't readily available in nature, but like. Like the ingredients for it are, you can grow it and pick it yourself. You know, I I don't I don't think the war on drugs has done any good. Uh, I think it's done more harm than good. It's empowered criminals. It's put a lot of folks that are nonviolent into a yeah. box, subjected with other folks that happen to be violent. Yeah. You know, especially in Mexico, there's so much. To, oh, I can't think of the word. Ed, uh, Ed Calderon brought up a, a good point uh, before. He's been on Joe Rogan and uh, Tim Pool's show, but uh, he uh, did law enforcement down in Tijuana right on the border, mm-hmm. and he talked about that until the... Uh, ooh, a link, link from, from Phil. I'm going to save that. Um, he talked about that uh, what really needs to happen is that the, the federal government of the U.S. has to recognize that it's a terrorist organization uh-huh. that the folks coming across the border from Mexico are, in fact, mm. if they're Mexican, yeah. they're, they're, they're need to seek asylum in the uh-huh. U.S. So because of all of these immigration laws like that they're like have been fighting over for so many years, it's created this situation to where they can't, Homeland Security can't recognize that Mexico is controlled by terrorists okay. and the cartels that are there because by doing so, the entire border policy would have to be opened up. Mm-hmm. And then they would likely have to invade Mexico, uh-huh. which would yeah, be awkward. <laughs> it, it'd definitely be awkward, I mean. Yeah. It, it, would, it would line up, I think, with what, what Alex Jones talked about, like folks at the UN and the uh, Council on Foreign Relations, where they essentially <clears throat> Bush took steps to move us towards it, uh, where Canada, U.S., and Mexico would just become one country. Uh-huh. It just becomes one country, yeah. and NAFTA finally, yeah, takes its final form, yeah. Which I, I, that's that's kind of what I would like to see. Ideally, I would like to see every state get smaller. There. Uh, there's too much of a big difference between, like, say, like Atlanta, and say, you know, Albany. Eccles. <laughs> well, I mean, like, like even like something like Savannah, like, is like a different culture than um, Macon, or like, there's like not the same, but like, if you look at like the South, like really far South, like down around here, there's nothing like really culturally the same as Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Well, it's really weird. You start, like, uh, Macon's really heavily influenced by, like, uh, you know, the bases, because you near Warner Robins, there's Dobbins is there. It's kind of close there. It's it's a college town. 
like Columbus is a is a military mm-hmm. uh, town. Mm-hmm. Savannah is like a cultural capital of the South. It's becoming a bigger and bigger port. <clears throat> yeah, it's becoming a. It's going to be the only deep water port on the east coast. The Chesapeake oh. Bay isn't that like yeah. a, a deep water? Maybe port? other than that one. I, uh, maybe that. I, I know they're getting set up to handle the big supercarriers. Uh, I heard they had dug out the the canal more that they could allow yeah. like their big the biggest ship ever just came through say last year or whatever yeah. they what's, can... what's the biggest base there by Savannah it's one in Hawkinsville fuck what's it called I don't know but I mean like where Savannah's at like like cause that's kinda like kinda like inland that may be the most like further furthest yeah. inland between like, it and Brunswick and Brunswick's not most westerly point on the east coast yeah yeah, and that's why a bunch of cars come through there. Yeah, because I guess the uh, uh, the cargo ship price per mile is you know x amount cheaper than land. You know, semi truck cost per mile. Right. Colonel's Island. Lots of cars come through there. Hmm. Yeah, like like at, Atlanta has enough people in it to like sway like the state in a, like one way or the other. Just the thing about Atlanta, like they say, if you Included Atlanta, just Atlanta, like Fulton County and the surrounding boroughs, whatever you want yeah, to call yeah. it. Like, once you get outside of that, it's no different than yeah. here. Yeah. Like it, 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 it's, it's not. Like, well, it's, that's, it's, that's the same in my experience with every major city. Yeah. Like, even like you go to Seattle, once you get out and you start riding up towards Mount Rainier, it's the same as here. You it's just a have, state for sure. You just that's don't that. have, yeah. uh, you got different gas station brands, you know. Um, but like when you get further south, like the difference between like Lakeland, Georgia, and a town north of Orlando, Orlando is there's no fucking difference. Yeah, mm-hmm. they all look the same. Now when you get down past Orlando, that's a completely different country. Yeah, yeah. Like it's <laughs> yeah, like it's and it's turned red. Which is... Well, it's like you get down to Orlando, like the landscape starts changing. Like it's not like a it's a no, it's tropical, dude. And yeah. then yeah. There's so many more gators. <laughs> yeah. Well, we went to Miami about about two years ago. Like you know, you look at a map. Like here's Orlando and here's Miami. Like oh, that's not that fucking far away. Yeah. Like, that's like that's six another, hours. That's another, that's, I got like two hours. I'll be in like you know fucking Key West. Uh, Key West. <laughs> but, but you get down like or you get down past Disney World. Like you done drove four hours. Yeah. You're like oh, I've got another two hours. No, you got another fucking four to five hours to get to like where I had to go. Ugh. And like once you get out of Orlando, there's fucking nothing. Orange. On both sides of those orange groves. Yeah. There's, orange, there's orange groves. There's sugar cane. There's cows. And they alternate all the way the yeah. fuck And there are places on the, on the aisle on the fucking turnpike. Like, the only people living there are the ones that are in the fucking little gas station in the middle. Yeah, yeah. Like, there's fucking nothing there. Uh, yeah. It's pretty. <laughs> I guess. I mean, yeah. shit. I wouldn't want to live there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, out in, like, no man's land. There's places like that out west, dude. Like, yeah. where it'll just be, you know, like... Hundred miles or so till you get to the next city, and, and the next city is like a, a hundred person town. that yeah. has like a store in the middle of it, and a four way stop, and that's yeah. the town. Yeah, Perfection Valley from Tremors. <laughs> we we were at some place, I think in South Dakota, and um, 
the whoever at the uh, at the the store the gas station like asked us uh, like where we were going or whatnot and we told them some town and they were like like make sure like if your car can't make it like like more than like this or whatnot like I think it was like two hundred miles or mm. so that like like you get a can of gas mm-hmm. and, like like because there's nothing like this particular road that we were taking was. Mm-hmm. Nothing, and there's like a high chance, like you be on that road around a gas, and like you might not see anybody for like a day or two. Well, my parents didn't like taking the uh, the interstate too much, so they they would take it for like you know, like when you get in like bigger cities yeah. and whatnot. But like back roads, no, get off the interstate and just Ooh. use a map, and just go that way, which is a lot of fun. You get like we got to see yeah. like, a lot of country yeah, that yeah. way, but at the same time, there's some country where it's just like there's literally nothing. Like, I mean, no trees. And they will never know. Yeah, yeah. And, like it's just like an open savanna. It's like it's like where are the chances that there are lions in America yeah. just hiding <laughs> out in like Kansas somewhere? Yeah. You look at like uh like the Pacific Northwest, like the forest there. They're basically it's a boar is it a boar rainforest? That's what it's called. Mm. What's a coniferous rainforest? Coniferous, coniferous rainforest. I don't know what that, what's a boar. I make that up. I probably made that shit up. No, that's a that's a real that's a real word. word. Anyway, but like the trees there are so fucking thick. Like if you talk about like say Bigfoot, I mean if that's where he's going to be, you've got six hundred fucking miles and a fucking square miles in a national forest that like trees are like packed on top of each other like matchsticks. Yeah, and giant trees. Like that. Yeah. I've n- I've never been to like a redwood forest or anything, but dude, I I, I have this thing like I would love to like go to New York. I would love to go see a redwood. I would like to go to concerts more. I fucking hate being in a car for more than an hour. I can't do it. You should try a plane. I'm yeah, not get flying. Plane. <laughs> God intended me to fucking fly to shove wings on my back. <laughs> it's like, says like, let's go on a cruise. I said, if Jesus wanted me, we got in the middle of the fucking ocean, he gave me gills. I'm not doing it. My fucking fat ass is not bobbing up and down off the Caribbean waiting for a shark to eat me. <laughs> But, I won't even go on a fishing boat offshore. I've been on one. I've been been one time, and I will never go again. If I go fishing in salt water, I I, I will need to be able to doggy paddle to shore. <laughs> Backstroke. That's just, yeah. No, no. I mean, like once you once you run out of steam from your doggy paddle, just just backstroke it. The waves will hit you. You Funny, know, yeah. damn that shit across the across yeah. the water. That's, yeah. Do you float? Like a battleship. <laughs> <laughs> They're coming down the canal. It's like, Daddy, there's an albino manatee. It's me. Why is that manatee so hairy? <laughs> don't, don't look at it, child. Turn away. Every time I've... I haven't flown in years. I don't think... I think the last time I did was whenever I moved back down here, if I'm not mistaken. So that was 10 years ago. Mm. But uh, every time, dude, it's it's like, I'm going to die. Like, this is I'm going to die in a tube. Just With strangers. Fall, yeah, falling out of the fucking clouds. It's not that bad, but... That's not that bad. I'm, there's a chance really, every time. I like the last time was a major airline crash from American Airlines was what probably twenty years ago. Uh, no, it was when the the seven thirty seven Max they put that plane in the air, which apparently had DLC. So they had it's the same body plane, but to get farther and all, 
instead of designing a new plane, you put bigger motors on it. That's right. It and, balance off. And it had so much thrust and all, they changed the you know, firmware update, for lack of a better term, I guess, or how I understand it. And also, there's two two sensors on a plane that uh, you know regularly you know, read speed or thrust or you know up and down all that sort of stuff that I don't really know about. But it was only reading off one sensor instead of reading off two. And if you wanted to to do X Y Z better, there was DLC the airline company you had to pay for. And uh, that's how those, I, th- I want to say, three planes crashed. And they those were like, transactions. Would you like to purchase a seat? Yeah. <laughs> that's rated safety features? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no. Are they, you sure? They just put that plane back in, in the air maybe a couple months ago. It, it was, was like, it was like Sudanese, like a, like a Sudanese airport. Air cra- uh, yeah. African. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Crash, thing. And yeah, they had a plane crash. One of the guys that went up uh, in the space, yeah, quote unquote. No, 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 no. With uh, William Shatner died in a plane crash, like yeah. a week ago, two weeks ago, uh-huh. maybe. Private plane. Yeah, I, <laughs> I was gonna make a crack earlier. Like the, there's more of a chance, other than like mechanical error, I would assume, than like uh, if if you have somebody on the plane that they just want to kill. Like, yeah. Like they'll just they'll just sink the whole you know the whole ship. Kind of like yeah. the whole uh, the Navy SEALs that killed Bin Laden died going over a mountain in Afghanistan the following week or some shit. Yes, yeah. it's such a shame. Their lives are lost. Mm. Thoughts and prayers. Kind of also like the um, uh, this, this is this is a uh, cool. Uh, I don't know if we talked about this before, but on the on the Titanic, there were uh, there were three top bankers that disagreed with. Um, the Rockefellers, the Rothschilds, <laughs> the shifts on uh, the idea of like centralized banking from uh, what would later become like the Jekyll Island meeting and like the Federal yeah. Reserve Act and all that. So these were like other top players that were like, like we don't think that's a good idea. And they were on the Titanic and J.P. Morgan was also going to be on the Titanic and at the last minute he's like, oh, I can't get on, fellas. I'll meet you in New York. Uh-huh. And Leaves and these uh, three uh, untouchable dudes uh-huh. got touched uh-huh. and died on the Titanic. I'm reading. I, got, I downloaded my TikTok again because I got bored, and somehow I got on this uh, guy writing out how like the one of the houses the Rothschild built a, a house on Jekyll Island, whatever. And you probably it's probably bullshit, but like apparently it's built on like a, like an old Indian sacrificial altar or some shit. That's any type of like it's it's, it's probably more might be bullshit, but it's just interesting. Yeah, any time like it starts bringing in like like the occult or stuff like that, I'm sort of my like, part of my brain starts going. Is some evangelical preacher typing up this conspiracy? Yeah. You know, like it's, it's Sea Island they all live on, right? The rich. It, it, well, Jekyll Island is where uh, the Island Club is, and that has the Federal Reserve room in it. And that okay. sort of thing. yeah, that's what they're talking. They about. had a bunch of little cabins over there. Well, they call them cabins. They're pretty large houses. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they're rough. They're rough. Right right I would like to rent their your cottage. It's like, yeah, yeah I'm a pretty big house and this is a bigger one. It's the third solarium. Yeah. <laughs> but Sea Island's off of St. Simon's, right? Where the, all the rich people live. Well, it's Island, it's yeah. an archipelago, isn't it? It's like Sea Island, St. Simon's, and Jekyll. Aren't they like a little archipelago right there? There's Jekyll and uh, 
St. Simon's, Little St. Simon's, Sea Island. They're they're separated by a channel. Yeah. It isn't there. I think it's South Carolina. Isn't like Cumberland? Cumberland Island? Yeah. Cumberland is south of Jekyll. And then what about that Gullah Geechee Island? Is Sapelo is yeah. north of... Uh, Gullah Gullah Island? What? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The Gullahs? Gullah Geechee. Is that a real place? Yeah, it's yeah, so actually like a... Um, not trying to sound racist, but like it's where a lot of slaves escaped to. Mm-hmm. And they developed their own culture. Like there's actually yeah. a, a, a dialect language that only they yeah. speak. It's I want really to say there's a, also a species of hog that's there that's not westernized. It's the uh, Birko. It's the the really expensive ass yeah. like uh, like really? Spanish ham, a Birger ham. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. the same same ones. Yeah, and it hasn't been you know because they're on the island it hasn't right. been tainted. So I I want to say you can if you go to real fancy restaurants, some of them get hogs from that island, and it's got different flavors. There's there an island around there that has monkeys on it. They have I think they have a colony of yeah some uh, like get gaboons or something like that. It's a Madagascar. What are the... Uh, the cappuccino monkeys? Lemurs or something? Yeah, it's lemurs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where? They have a lemur colony. Over there? Well, one of the islands over there. Yeah. Huh. But did it, they intentionally uh, planted it there, I think. To, it's kind of like a, a backup because they're so endangered. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I was going to say, because aren't they... Was it in, in, endemic to Madagascar? Is that the word? That like they're the, only... That's the only place they're found? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> There's monkeys in uh, in Florida at uh, off one of the spring rivers there. Yeah, not too far from here. Like in like a, probably they, two hours south. They of have like a very uh, highly deadly form of herpes or some shit that they're immune to. From some of uh, my my friends that are kayakers, St. Catharines Island. St. Catharines. That's the lemur island. The um, they're uh, they're kind of aggressive, yeah. like. Like, like they got herpes. <laughs> <laughs> Isolate them. Put yeah. them on the island. Yeah. Well, there's something about the Georgia coast that herpes happens a lot. Yeah, it's a lot beach towns. I tell you, dude. No fuck. What was Don't it? Get strange at the beach. I can't remember. It was something like it's only it's the only coast on the seaboard that it has. This. I can't fucking remember what it was. It was really neat, and I apparently wasn't neat because I fucking remember it, but. It'll come to me tomorrow. Yeah. It doesn't it fucking matter. It's one of the largest uh, salt marsh expanses in the world. Yeah. yeah. That's what it was. Yeah. So why, why is it uh, that the water at Jekyll is so murky? The Altamar salt River. Marsh. That's why? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Altamar yeah. River pushes that right there, too. Yeah. And where it's got, well, it's got the it's got got like a a sandbar, of, like, a little further out, mm-hmm. right? You've got a bunch of big rivers. And like you said, the salt marsh, there's a bunch of, like, freshwater rivers that go and flow out, that, flow out there. Mm-hmm. That's part of why it's so dirty and murky, and murky most of the time. Like if you go to like on certain days to Jekyll Island, the water is like full of wood bits. I love Jekyll Island. I think that's one of the prettiest places in Georgia. Mm-hmm. I think it's beautiful. I think it's changed so much. Over I think your bias. Yeah, it's got the the roundabouts in it mm-hmm. now. Are they putting stores on it now? Not a lot, but there's hotels. It's creeping. Yeah. A civic center. It's still pretty tightly controlled. Uh-huh. They're, they're definitely they have like a tourist. Well, they, they had something there. there for a while. I think I could be wrong, but whereas like they wouldn't allow new residential properties. It's state owned, and yeah, they have a lot of weird rules. Every even the property that has residential houses on it, you can own the house, but you lease the land that it's on. They're like hundred year leases and mm-hmm. that, that sort of thing. So it's they have the the white tail deer there are like the size of bunkers. 
It's crazy. Domesticated. Yeah. yeah. Too, like, well, I had to go there for a, a Farm Bureau convention. Mm-hmm. And, like, I get out of the truck at the house where we were, they were renting. And there's like an eight point buck that's probably about 10, four, like, well, he's 10 more pounds of your fucking cat. Just walking down the fucking road. Like, he's going to the beach at night with his wife. It was the craziest thing. Well, like, driving, uh, driving around uh, that island at night and seeing the deer. Like, yeah. <laughs> I had 11 deer in my yard yesterday. Did you really? Mm-hmm. All those and yearlings. You ever yeah. think about putting a saddle on them? And, like... <laughs> I've got a feeder in the backyard. That's fun to just watch one. I went with uh, Justin once on an impromptu Jekyll trip. I think Rodney and uh, Eric Herndon came uh, with us, but we found a, uh, found a sea turtle. Like Ooh. on the beach, like we were just walking down yeah. the beach and it's night, and this was before you had like you know like flashlights on your phone and whatnot, and we see this big lump like a silhouette. We're getting closer to it, and we get right up to it. And we're like, "What the fuck is that?" And it sticks its head and its fins out, and like it's the size of this uh, this table here. And we're like, "Oh my god, it's a fucking turtle!" Yeah. <laughs> and it. Quickly flipped its body 180, tucked itself back in, then tucked itself or put itself back out and just started crawling back to the ocean. We uh, we disturbed it uh, while man. it was crawling up, I guess, yeah. to shit out eggs or something. Yeah. It was hey, incredible, uh, though. Tybee Island's where the most turtles go, right? I mean, there's a lot all, all in that area. One of the, well, they have like funny colored lights on the old Sydney Linear yeah. Bridge so they don't mistake yeah. it for moonlight and stuff like yeah. that because that's the way they navigate and they'll, you yeah, know. they'll crawl out into traffic instead of yeah. going to the beach. Well, shit, fellas. Doesn't sound like uh, this session will sound like it's underwater. That sucks we lost... Uh, the, the whole story of we had planned out a movie of the time Will had uh, was a shit in Kate's Cove yeah shitting outside and a park ranger <laughs> stumbles across him that's a good story, that's a good story. <laughs> they had never heard and I told it for the first time yeah. and then afterwards realized that the capsule in the microphone was busted I think we talked about Tommy Lee Jones playing the uh, the park ranger yeah <laughs> <laughs> just Gretel walking up Oh, thanks for uh, sharing your Sunday thanks. afternoon with me. Yeah, man. Good to see you, everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Later, y'all. Happy Thanksgiving. Later. Bye. Gobble.